7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And before we get into it, I, I want to issue an apology. Uh, to everybody who listens to this show, you deserve better than my explosion that I had on Tuesday. And I also want to apologize to the individual who was calling in at the beginning of the show. Um, I don't believe I mentioned his name in my fiery rant the other day, and I don't think I need to say it now. He knew it was about him. I feel bad. Um, you know, uh, and, and I knew, you know, it's not like I didn't know he was going to hear it because obviously, um, you know, he, he was interested in the show. He didn't understand the call-in system, and 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 I, I respect that because he actually said, you know, I'm, he was used to calling into shows and being on hold for upwards of an hour. So I, I'm flattered that he thinks that we have that that elaborate of a system. So so that that was endearing. Um, but you know, I I have been uh, easily frustrated of late because I have been doing a lot of radio and I was in a lot of pain for a couple weeks. It's no excuse. It's not, I'm sorry, but no, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have behaved that way on this show. I said a long time ago, I was the anti Glenn Beck and that was total Glenn Beck. What I did on Tuesday. And I apologize to everybody. You deserve better. And tonight we're going to have a really fun goddamn show. I'm telling you. So, all right. Joining me as always from Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, Joe Santorsa. I'm sort of disappointed because I was going to have a meltdown tonight. Oh, well, you can have a meltdown. Just don't take it out on any, <laughs> any of our allies. <laughs> okay. okay. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. So that that's that's where, you know, and, and that's truly, you know, infighting on our side, uh-uh, straight out. You know, I, I should have known better. Uh, and Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., also uh, from Resistor Sisters, whose uh, episode six premieres tonight. Yay. And Ken, I, I understand your frustration. I, I said it last week. I want to say it again. Every now and then, we need to allow ourselves to just have a meltdown. And even if it means we acted inappropriately, I think what you said, I'm sorry. No apologies. I'm sorry. I, that's important, too. Well, thanks. So, yeah, no excuses, no no but after the apology. I everybody deserved better than that. And and again, like I said, I don't believe I mentioned his name. He just it, you know, and it, I was just being foolish. You know, it, it, okay, you know, I'm I'm complaining. No, you were being but, human. Uh, yeah, yeah. You were but, being human. But I was being a little unnecessarily cruel. I think so. Um, so on that. Anyway, note, yeah. I I have not been blown away on a broomstick today. Uh, <laughs> and. And for all of our people who listen in the DMV area, 
it's been insane here. We we don't have the weather that Joe has, or even the weather if Scoopster or mm-hmm. or Trisec shows up. They've got a serious storm coming. Yeah. Today was a dry hurricane. When I say a dry hurricane, it was like seventy mile an hour gusts, but we didn't have any you know rain or snow yeah it's been crazy here today yeah we had um super high winds rain and snow last night everything this morning we woke up and it just looked like marshmallow um lollipops everywhere you know it was just like it was the the rain was heavy and wet and it just stuck to every little thing and it wasn't it wasn't like a blanket of snow it was like a, a peppering of snow you know so wow. It was yeah. I mean, but, it's at a certain point they closed the um, Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Mm-hmm. I think twice today. Um, all of the trains between DC and New York, or DC and Boston, actually. Nap, you're stuck. Yeah. Find a hotel. So the winds here have been nuts. Um, uh-huh. But we're okay. You know, good, Trump good. got out of town. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of riding out of town on a broom. Um, Trump, uh, you know, he, he had his little witch hunt tweet the other day. I suggested that he get a broom and re- rename it Air Force One because we found some witches. So, uh-huh. so I shared I shared this over on, and I just want to read this real quick because we're not going to be able to get to every story. But I literally uh, this morning wrote down quick notes on every story we had been talking about or I'd been listening to on the radio or, or, you know, just that have been on, you know, different news sites and everything. And uh, it was funny because I posted the note and then Adam Hebert said, are you sure those are your show notes or are they the, your new lyrics or we didn't start the fire? So, uh, (laughs) I will, uh, I will get a rim shot for that. But yeah, so uh, uh, so tariffs, trade war, Hope Hicks, White Lies, Jared Kushner, Russia, NRA, uh, Ivanka foreign deals, Trump, NRA, due process, Breitbart meltdown, teacher shooter, Russia nukes, China elections, Trump execute drug dealers, Central Mich- Michigan University, uh, uh, Mount Pleasant shooting, uh, White House military, uh, military action, North Korea redline, Jerome Corsi, YouTube, Alex Jones, three strikes, and not anti-Semite because wife has a Jew nose, uh, Alex Baldwin, NRA boycott, <laughs> <laughs> NRA boycott, Del- <laughs> Delta Airlines, Georgia Lieutenant Governor Revenge, dicks, as in sporting goods, um, McMaster, John Bolton, Megan McCain, uh, Adam Schiff, Newsweek War, uh, John Kelly, God Punished Me, Anastasia Vashukevich, I believe. Uh, we'll get to her later. Jeff Sessions, Ben Carson Furniture. <laughs> uh, I Wal- swear this needs to be put to we didn't start yeah, the fire. Yeah. Walmart, Trump aides losing clearance. Uh, Mueller, Trump hacked emails. Uh, what did he know? When did he know it? Pence on abortion uh, is saying it, it could end in our lifetimes. Uh, Richard Corcoran racist ad. Uh, Manafort trial date set, 9-17-18. Uh, that's about it. And now... Roy Moore wants our money. <laughs> you know what? I, before we get into Roy Moore and the wanting of the money, I just want to put this out there. Lest people think there is no pre-production to this show, <laughs> Kenny just gave you all the production. No- just the headlines. Yeah. Yeah. Just the headlines. Exactly. Just like, just notes to remember oh what the fuck God. I'm supposed to look up. But yes, Francie is right. It's too much. 
It is. It is. And tack on that uh, a, a duly a, a duly please. warranted apology uh, from Kenny Pick, <laughs> and you've got a full show. <laughs> and two so, new games. Two new games tonight. Two kids. It's exciting. So now that you covered all that, we could go right to the uh, games, right? Yes, exactly. The, so. the show is over, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It is, uh, and it was funny because I posted that a lot of really funny comments on the on the turnips page. And Bobber, of course, who will be joining us in hour three or hour two. I'm sorry. Uh, he he said uh, he said so. It's a ten hour show tonight, huh? And I'm like, give or take <laughs> ten hour the night. So, <laughs> yeah. So wow, holy crap. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, we're not going to get to the Roy Moore stuff unless we absolutely have to. Um, but uh, that his list of people who've ruined America reads like his, you know, racist shitbag, uh, sexist, you know, awful fake Christian version of "We Didn't Start the Fire." Um, but I, I want to do I, I want to do this because uh, Jake Tapper. Um, uh, my man crush, uh, <laughs> this is, uh, it's tailspin week, everybody. <laughs> uh, this is a long clip, but I'll pause it about halfway through and we'll, we'll, we'll discuss, but he, he had the same thoughts. Everybody had the same thoughts today. They say blood is thicker than water. So Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump, they have nothing to worry about, right? Oh! A new report says president Trump is urging his chief of staff to show Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner the door while telling them to their faces that he wants them to stick around. And this is not even the most troubling White House story of the week. Now that Vladimir Putin is trotting out his brand new nuclear missile that he says cannot be stopped, are we on the cusp of a brand new arms race? In a new interview, the Russian leader says, don't be silly, but adds, hey, you guys started it. And who said democracy is broken? It took Georgia lawmakers just six days to take action against Delta Airlines for severing ties with the NRA by removing a tax break for the airline. Still no word, word out of Washington, however, or on when we'll see legislation to make schools safer. Bingo. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to The Lead. I'm Jake Tapper. Chaos has been part of how Donald Trump ran his businesses. Chaos has been how he ran his campaign, and chaos has marked how he has run the country. But is there something worse about this week's maelstrom? An ally of the president's tells CNN's Gloria Borger that this past week has been different. And, quote, something is very wrong. That advisors are scared. The president is spiraling, lashing out, out of control. The chaos is not just about staffing or the president's intemperate tweets. It's had a real policy component this week. With the president's sudden announcement of tariffs on steel sending shockwaves not only among his staffers and administration caught completely unprepared for the announcement, but frankly around the world. The president actually tweeting today, quote, trade wars are good and oh. easy to win. Now I'm going to pause it. So <laughs> still a lot more to that clip. But uh, yeah, to win like like, I don't know, the Trump University lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know what I really, the audio that I really wish I had for tonight, and I got to get it for Tuesday. Did you see that Wilbur Ross uh, had a, a little meeting oh talking about this? God. And he had a, yes. a soup can. He's like, I went to 7-Eleven. I bought a can of soup. Can too? <laughs> What's that? Did he also hold up a Budweiser can too? I, I don't know. I just heard the audio of him. Soup it, can. Yeah, I went okay, to 7-Eleven and I bought a soup can of Campbell's soup for $1.99. You're not shopping thrift. 
you're not shopping thrifty dummy and um because uh, i can get camel soup for like a buck 29 uh and he's like and it's three cents is what what it takes to make this soup can in uh 20 uh it'll be a fraction of a penny that'll go it's like oh my god yeah and fractions of pennies don't add up dipshit uh but i mean it was so Not funny to see i mean you know i i just love that we our government is is now like basically just run by old men talking about soup well, old men talking about <laughs> soup and acting like they're carrot top with props. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> this is a toilet seat with a rear rear mirror, mirror for when you want to pass gas. <laughs> uh, sorry, that's actually from Blueberry Head from Mr. Show. Um, but uh, but yeah, seriously, Wilbur Ross talking about the fucking soup. That was that that took the soup. So <laughs> I, I was waiting for him to talk about onion belts at some point. So, uh, did not happen. So, uh, I'm really offended by that though. I I'm glad you brought uh, it up. I did not see the, the actual audio or watch the video, but oh, it's, it's, it's he so... said he went to a seven 11. Yeah, yeah. He said he went to a seven, a seven 11 or something. It was in a grocery store. It was, it was either, it had to be Seven Eleven because I think he that's the only national. That's the only national convenience store franchise that I know of that is mentioned regularly. Did so. you see him in that hat he had on today? He had a yeah. hat. Oh, he had this this hat on. He looked like the Nazi in uh, Indiana Jones. Oh my god! <laughs> Honestly, God, he looked just like him. I was waiting for his face to melt. Yeah, really. Or maybe if he had you know, an imprint of a medallion on the palm of his hand. So, <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I got this can of Campbell's soup. It's cream of celery. I love that stuff. And he said it was only $1.99. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing that really, really pisses me off. It does piss me off a lot. If you're somebody yeah. who is watching their pennies, you know that you have to drive a little bit longer. Yes. Unless you can't afford gas. And I have been there. Sure. Who, you have to drive a, a little have. bit longer to go to the grocery store that sells it for a dollar fifty. Yeah, he goes to a food wasteland to get a can of soup. So, and uh, by the way, Campbell Soup was the original uh, uh, sponsor of the Lassie show. Oh, there so you there. Go. And Lassie does not approve of this. I'm I sure hope not because so, according to Wilbur <clears throat> Ross, Lassie might end up in like the meat version of Campbell's tomato oh, soup. No, hey, no. Oh no. <laughs> Buzzer, buzzer, double buzzer. I'm not kidding. Um, if you listen to this guy, I'm I'm kind of not kidding. You know, we we mocked um, um, that dude back mm. in the Obama administration about the Cat Food Commission. Yeah. You know, but when you have somebody like Wilbur Ross, who I cannot say it enough, he's a multi-billionaire. Yes, yes. Saying, "Oh, this can of soup. Oh, only a couple more cents." because of these tariffs yeah. isn't going to make a difference. This is yeah. ridiculous. I know. This uh, is it, so out of touch. With it really is. And uh, nothing new, though. But, hey, look, I have new buzzers, everybody. I, isn't that fun? <laughs> so, uh, and then I got this one, too. Yeah, yeah Come yeah, on both in. of those tickled me. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and get back to Jake Tapper. This on top of the extremely mixed messages from the president about what needs to change in the wake of the massacre at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida. It's entirely possible, of course, some other shocking news will break this hour and as we head into the dangerous <laughs> waters of Friday evening. But with that risk, 
Let us take a moment now to try to unpack and understand this hot mess of a week. Oh. There's already been one resignation announcement this week, and now it's been revealed two others are considering leaving. National Security Advisor General H.R. McMaster may be gone by the end of the month, according to an administration official. He's denying and There it. are new reports today that Gary Cohn, the president's top economic advisor, is on the brink of leaving as well. Bummer. Following the president's, shall we call it, hastily announced tariffs yesterday, which Cohn <laughs> fought tooth and nail. Now, it was just Tuesday, of course, when we learned that Jared Kushner's interim security clearance had been downgraded significantly from the high-level top-secret CSI, I'm sorry, SCI, to the rather low-level secret. Sparked by Chief of Staff John Kelly's new rules in the wake of the scandal surrounding former top aide Rob Porter, who had security clearance despite also being, frankly, quite blackmailable. What with Okay, I'm going to pause it right there because I want to talk about Kushner Rob a little Porter, bit. Rob Porter, also known as the guy who beats women. Yeah, Just smashes through a, what, smash through a shower door and... Yes, and drags drag, naked drag, women out yeah. of the shower. Um, but, uh, so, Kushner... Now he has, and I posted this over on my Facebook page. I thought this was like the, it was just the most hilarious title to a news article is that Jared Kushner now has lower security clearance than the White House calligrapher. Damn, son, that must hurt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not even, he can't even become a food taster. <laughs> did you see did you see I don't, uh, I don't eat that much food I'm Jared Kushner Colbert last night no. had a note from the calligrapher to Jared oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and it said eat it Jared <laughs> in calligraphy <laughs> ah, we'll give it with the Colbert uh, after that Let's see we're already uh, starting right, off because really he, he the chefs, the chefs in the White House, yeah, and and even the janitors, they have a higher clearance than Kushner has now. Mm. It's wow, bummer, I, dude. I just, I'm telling you, man. I, I was surprised about calligrapher, but well, yeah, you know, no, this I, is and in, in this they is, have the right stuff. Yeah, in calligraphy. They, yeah. But anyway, but uh, you know, so so th I mean, this this is what this is why nepotism is not a good thing. You think? I mean, my God! Oh, I'm sorry. I went all Omarosa there. It's bad. I know. So bad. <laughs> I feel it, I'm free. I'm off the plantation. Oh jeepers! Um, so <laughs> who put themselves there, Omarosa? Who was it? You know, you know who you to blame. You, to blame, blame yourself. Yeah, there you go. Um, blame yourself. Uh, so anyway, uh, a couple of days ago, I said Omarosa is so out she can't even get a meeting with Mueller. Oh, see, there you go. That's, that's good. And yeah, oh please, Omarosa, stop! Don't come back. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, la here's the last portion of the Jake Tapper, uh, his rundown of Tailspin Week. Two ex-wives accusing him of domestic abuse. Now, Kushner, according to a source, feels that everyone at the White House is out to get him, questioning, quote, why is John Kelly doing this? But even White House staffers could not believe the security and ethical questions raised in a New York Times story this week surrounding Kushner meeting as a top White House official with the CEOs of two companies amidst those companies lending hundreds of millions of dollars to Kushner businesses he owns stake in. 
And that's just Jared. As for his wife, Ivanka Trump, sources telling CNN that U.S. counterintelligence officials are investigating one of her international business deals. They are. Now, the Times reports that the president has privately said that Jared and Ivanka should have never come to the White House in the first place, and they should leave, <laughs> even asking Chief of Staff Kelly for help in getting them to go. But Aww. the Times also reports Blame when the president speaks directly to his daughter and son-in-law, he tells them they should well stay. Right. Well, all the while, we totally have other stuff. The Russia investigation, the president fuming over his public spat with his own attorney general, Jeff Sessions. And, of course, the latest ethics scandal plaguing his cabinet members this week, HUD Secretary Ben Carson. The TV version of the president can't even catch a break this week with Mr. Trump (laughs) lashing out on Twitter this morning at Alex Baldwin before deleting it and correcting it to Alec because, of course, it's important that the most powerful man in the world weigh in on the guy who portrays him on SNL. And don't forget, amidst all this, the president is about to lose hope. Hope Hicks, that is. One of his closest <laughs> confidants, a Trump whisperer. One friend of President Trump's told CNN that Hope Hicks' departure would send the president into a, quote, tailspin, which, of course, prompts the question, she hasn't even left yet. If this isn't a tailspin, what is it? <laughs> okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. All right, and I just want to okay. play play a quick. Uh, the, he, he brought up Jeff Sessions there. Uh, there, was, uh, Jeff Sessions released a statement uh, about how he was uh, he's been treated by Trump. Uh, uh, he doesn't like it. So anyway, uh-huh. what are you going to say, Joe? I want I want all the all, all the people out there to substitute Jared Kushner's name and insert Mark Mizvinsky. And Ivanka's Trump's name, and insert Chelsea Clinton, and tell me how long they would have lasted in the White House. Well, I'm going to yeah. answer right now. I mean, now. really, really, if you if Chelsea you, Clinton wouldn't have been in the White House. Well, uh, I'm just saying. Could you imagine the the, the hair burning on Fox I News if if Mark Mizvinsky was doing what Jared Kushner was doing? And Chelsea Clinton was doing what Ivanka Trump. Could you imagine Chelsea Clinton yeah. sitting at the at, at the G twenty meeting? Oh, they would they would have freaked her, out. Oh, they oh my freaked. god! Rain. That's the thing. I mean, I I understand what you're saying, Joe. Could you imagine if? But the bottom line is that there is no need to imagine if Chelsea Clinton would never have taken a job in the White House, nor would her husband. None of this would have happened if Hillary Clinton were president. Because but Clinton let, understands nepotism rules. Yes. But in the in the in the imaginary world of Trumpism, yes, this is what well, would have happened. But, but only it's happening with him. I got a well, real. I got a real. World, I have a. How come have, none of the Trumpsters are out there railing their arms up in the air because you know Obama was supposed to take our guns, but yeah. Trump. Well, no, they were freaking out on Breitbart. That we'll get to the Breitbart. They were freaking out. They were freaking out about that. I've got a little bit of audio for that too later, but that's that's later. We we can't talk about that oh, yet. I don't, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, Tucker Carlson. I, mean, I guess that's the point but, that I'm trying to make. Is yeah. that I get where well, you're going. Yeah. I do understand. I got a real going, world. Joe, but- I got a real world scenario that that fits right in though. I want to say a name: Marion Shields Robinson, the mother of Michelle Obama. When they when they found out when conservatives Shit. found out she was moving into the right. White House with them, they were fucking apoplectic. Could you imagine if they decided to make her an advisor? Yeah. 
<laughs> they were freaking out. How yeah. dare they move her mother in there with them? Oh, maybe it would. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it would be nice to have a family member around to to be with the girls when you know the the president and first lady have to jet all over the place. You know, family, somebody they can trust. The somebody, was yeah, care of the some, yeah, somebody they can trust. Considering all the fucking daggers that were pointed at them as soon as they they moved in from all the racists and freaks out there. You know, they didn't know who they could trust. And, you know, so whatever the reasoning was for, for moving mom in with them, uh, it was fine. But they went full apoplectic when that happened. So and I don't think they needed a reason to move her in. That's their business. They're paying exactly. for her. They, it, it's all, sure. they have to pay for their own food, their own yeah. everything. No, It's I, not like she's on, they're on the taxpayer dime. Exactly. You know, I'm not saying, you know, and that's, that's what I'm saying is like, whatever the reasoning was, you know, that just none of our fucking business. And for anybody to cry about it was just disgusting. Um, but it goes, uh, it goes down to the fact that, you know, it, it didn't happen with the Obamas and I, it didn't happen with the Clintons. There was no family member of the Clintons that said, this is an advisor. Um, yeah. It also didn't happen with the Bush family. Mm. And so, I think they might have had a I cousin. Think it, I think there might have been a cousin or something in there, but I don't know. But anyway, a but, yeah, a Let's cousin. The cousin of past, but or as, as is, Trump would, or as Trump would, or I'm sorry, as, as as George W. Bush would say, he'd say a cousin. So go ahead. <laughs> but what we have right now is we literally have the guy who was the chief, yeah, commander in chief. I don't want to call him that other p word. Commander-in-Chief of this country, he has his daughter and his son-in-law as, as advisors to his office. And that hasn't happened. That would not have happened with Hillary. Mm -hmm. It didn't happen with Clinton. It didn't happen with the Obamas. It didn't happen with Bush. Uh, it, it just, it, it, it hasn't happened. We talked about this no, last week. And it never will. I mean, we talked about nepotism laws and the Kennedys. These people are so hypocritical. I want to punch things. Mm. Uh, you, you, know, you, you know, I, I, uh, I do too. Uh, but anyway, um, I'll tell you what, I want to, I want to break here cause this is a good spot to do it. Keep the break kind of short. When we come back, we're going to start breaking down some of the, some of the stories. We'll talk about it individually. I've got audio for a lot of the top stories, not a ton, but I think enough to keep uh, things flowing until we get to the new games tonight, everybody. And by the way, the new when I say new games, it's just two different versions of what the hell is that sound. So, um, and, and it's not teams. It's every person for themselves. I've recrafted oh the rules. No, no, that's the thing. Everybody's got a fighting chance in this the way I've done it. Okay. It's not identifying animals. It's, you know, um, uh, but uh, it's, uh, but yeah, it, it, there's still sounds, though. So, two versions, two versions, and I'll even squeeze in a Mad Lib or two tonight. But anyway, let's go ahead and run to the break, um, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll listen to Illuminati, and then uh, we'll get back into some of the top news stories and uh, eagerly wait to the arrival of Bobber. So hang tight. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. Where I 
Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always, Rain from Four Freedoms blog and Resistor Sisters um, uh, in Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hello, 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 hello. You get to learn all about dildo parties uh, on Resistor Sisters tonight. Well, <laughs> they're fun. They uh, really are fun, and you know they they can also teach you about gun safety. <laughs> That's is true. So uh, Susan mm. said, "Oh my God!" From the other room, <laughs> you you brought it up. So it's what funny. Did she mean, "Oh my God!" She was there. I know. I know. I know. So. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. I have a feeling, I don't know. You ever been to a dildo party, Joe? Uh, no, but I know that they are outlawed in Texas. Yeah, but they're not outlawed on the East coast. Texas. Well, yeah. And, uh, you know, you could, you could buy them in Texas. You just can't call them dildos. Oh, you gotta <laughs> you gotta call them Texas standalones. <laughs> they call them they call they, they call them educational devices. Chuglers. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> yes, any call them anything. Call them a call them a, a one arm cactus. Uh, <laughs> Brookstone Brothers calls them vibrate vibratorial devices. In other words, you can buy them at Brookstone Brothers, and you can use them for your shoulders, or for your lower back. A box of dildos. A box of dildos. There you go. Thank you, Glenn Beck. Yes. But you uh, can get them at Brookstone Brothers, yeah, probably <laughs> even in Texas. There you go. Uh, so anyway, learn all about that on Resistor Sisters tonight. You don't want to miss it. And of course, uh, Francie was on too. Um, but uh, so, all right. So let's get back into the news stories real quick. And uh, we will take, we're going to do, we'll do um, lightning around calls in uh, the name calling segment tonight. Um, and I all I also made this last night. Uh, One, three, three, zero, K, E, N, one, four. Six six. Thank you, Robot. Um, so there's the number. Nice. Uh, but <laughs> we'll be taking calls in uh, hour 
uh, hour two, uh, second segment, hour two, of course, right after name calling. Uh, we'll do lightning round calls. We might take some calls during the game in case anybody, we, we, we might do like lifelines. If somebody wants somebody to call in and help them with a, a clue. Uh, we can do that. I don't know. I, I still have we're, these rules. I'm making up on the fly, uh, but I have the basic points. Do you hear the wind down. in the background in my house? No, I can't. But in in last night in my sun porch, I went out there and it was like, you know, like fucking haunted house wind. It was crazy. So, because <clears throat> it ain't real airtight back there. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and get back to the audio. Let's start family first, everybody. Jared and Ivanka, and there there was little more details on um, uh, Jared's uh, downgrade. <laughs> I love that. He got downgraded. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, here we go. So where where is it here? I got it. I got all these all these here somewhere. Um, oh, so if we have the a Jared downgrade, audio? does that mean we get a Jared 2.0 coming up in the future? I don't know. Maybe he'll get a man's voice if uh, if he gets an upgrade. Or maybe a beard. So, could. Yeah. Well. Literally, that's like a. Think about that on a couple of different levels. Everybody. Well, yeah, that's what I was kind of yeah. Uh, so oh god, why can't I find the the stupid. Oh, there it is. It's the top one, Ken. All right. So here, let me cue both of these up. This is uh, Cecilia Vega, ABC News, talking about the Kush's woes. Jared Kushner on Capitol Hill tonight refusing to answer questions after his father-in-law's own White House stripped him of his top-secret security clearance, cutting off his access to highly classified information. My name is Jared Kushner. I am senior advisor to President Donald J. Trump. Not I just senior advisor, voice. but also presidential son-in-law <laughs> with a vast portfolio, including Middle East peace. Every day, I come to work with enthusiasm and excitement for what can be. And my Kushner mom now my restricted lunch. from viewing the nation's most closely guarded secrets, including the president's daily security briefing. He had been working on a temporary security clearance since the inauguration. His application under FBI review for nearly 15 months. Kushner updating it several times after failing to disclose multiple foreign contacts before he entered the administration. The move to strip his top secret clearance comes as Chief of Staff John Kelly cracks down on those in the West Wing working with temporary clearance. Well, Jared's done an outstanding job. I think he's been treated very unfairly. Really? He's a high-quality person. Uh, he works for nothing, just so, you know, nobody ever reports oh. that. He gets zero. Still, President Trump said he would not be the one to decide whether Kushner should retain that top-secret clearance, instead punting to his chief of staff. I will let General Kelly make that decision, and he's going to do what's right for the country. Uh-huh. And I have no doubt he'll make the right decision. Today, uh -huh. from the president, no comment. Mr. President, on Jared's downgraded clearance, sir. But from the White House press secretary, words of support. He's a valued member of the team, and he will continue to do the important work that he's been doing uh, since he started in the administration. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, that wasn't. so honest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, but here's the Kushner, thing. and yeah, I come to I, work every he's, day. He's working and for I, free. And I sit at, yeah. at a big desk with a book and, and a I pencil. Get to, I get to eat all the string, get, string cheese and go-gurt I want. Yes, and then at 10 o'clock <laughs> they bring milk and a mat, and I have an app. 
even sliced apples. Oh yeah, you gotta go. Here's the thing apples. that irritates me so much: Donald Trump could actually say he can get full security clearance. Mm -hmm. I'm glad he doesn't. I want to put that out there. I'm yeah. glad he hasn't. Well, I mean, th I think that plays into the. I think it plays. I think it plays into the 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 notion that he's saying, you know, he's trying to save face, but he wants uh, Kushner at the very least out of there. Um, and you know, maybe maybe he does want his daughter out too. I don't know. Um, well, there were reports a couple of months ago that I think it was Vanity. I can't remember, but there was there was one story out there a few months ago. I think it was back in December. Where Trump was saying that they should go back to New York, mm -hmm. and it was yeah. one of the few times I was like, "Yes, yes." Go yeah, he's, <clears throat> but they say he's telling he's telling Kelly that they should go back to New York, and he tells them he he doesn't want them to leave him alone there. Yeah, there's. This he's is, telling this he's is to every really he's telling both parties different stories. It's really the dysfunction. He's schizophrenic. And so, and so mm -hmm. when we hear stories of, oh, there's craziness in the White House, and, oh, I don't understand that, it's Trump. Yeah. It's always Trump. He's his worst enemy. Mm -hmm. By the way, he must have used Gorilla Glue today because the flap didn't open in the wind. <laughs> 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 yes. oh. Oh, I'll give you that. You saw that too, right? Uh, yeah, I saw it. it, it yeah, you know, like one hair moved. Like the, it was like plastic hair. It was like one one hair moved. I so said, gorilla glue or gorilla tape. One, one hair, other. one hair moved. So you mean all of his hair moved because it's just <laughs> right. one big hair wrapped around like a <laughs> right. sure, were we like talking a mummy. about when he ran up when he ran up the steps at Air Force One and left Melania behind? No, I was talking when he came oh. down, and they were both dressed in black, but she wouldn't take his hand. Oh, And then he got see. down, and oh. the gust came, and the back of his head yeah. stuck closed. No. Nope. Except see? for one, well, one tiny little strand. You saw them coming down. I saw them mm -hmm. leaving Dulles Airport. He, he, he literally left his, his vehicle and ran up this. He ran. Well, for Trump, ran. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he was pretty much in Air Force One by the time Melania was starting to get up the steps. Mm. But yeah, in well, she doesn't want to be too. She doesn't want to be too close coming up behind because of the shards. You know, that's possible. But in the wind that we had here today, in the wind that we had yeah. here today, mm -hmm. I watched that and I was like, "Wow, you are a real shitbag." Mm -hmm. He was just like, I got to get up there because my hair might flop over my eyes. Well, and she was busy, like, covering up her dress, trying yes. to make sure her dress wouldn't fly up. But he was already in Air Force One. Yeah. and uh, But, you know, Joe, maybe he took his own advice the other day. I try like hell to hide that ball spot, folks. I work harder. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you work yeah, that kind of glue works. I want yeah. you to know. Well, in present, it says he uses orangutan glue. So uh, I'll give you a reach out for that. <laughs> Uh, this is true. All right, CNN Sarah Murray on Ivanka Trump's Malaysian business deal and the FBI investigating it. We've been learning that U.S. counterintelligence officials are interested in the Trump Hotel uh, and Tower in Vancouver. This is a deal that Ivanka Trump was the point person on. It opened in February of 2017, so it's one of these few tr sort of Trump-branded businesses that has emerged since Donald Trump became president. And much like these Trump organization deals have worked in the past, they don't own the building. Uh, 
uh, they just enter into these sort of like licensing and branding agreements with the developer. In this case, the developer happens to be a member of one of Malaysia's wealthiest families. He worked directly with Ivanka Trump as they were trying to make this project happen. And like many of these Trump buildings, it's a it's a combination hotel and tower, which means there are a number of luxury condos and they've attracted a number of foreign buyers. Now, it's not clear exactly why U.S. counterintelligence officials are interested in this deal, if it could be the timing, the proximity to when Donald Trump took office, if it could be the negotiations surrounding this or the flows of foreign money going through it. That much is, just isn't clear yet. Well, mm, dirty, wow. dirty Trump cult. Dirty, dirty Ivanka. Yeah. But, you know, crooked Hillary. But her emails. But And her emails. <laughs> oh, I hate these people. So, yeah, so that there's more to come from that. Uh, I look forward to it. FBI, thank you very much. I'll give you a little amen for looking, amen. At, looking ah, after American amen. interests. Appreciate that. It's good. I wonder um, if she gives happy endings at that spa. Uh, oh, man, I don't know, but, you know. Hell, she doesn't even give Kush a happy ending. Are oh, you, you know, kidding me? You know that's right. So, uh, but, <laughs> yeah, I sure hope so, there's a happy I think, ending. I love a happy ending. No. I think no. Borowitz had it right today. Says that Kushner is looking to uh, get a change of venues as far as his federal uh, his federal housing. <laughs> Could be where he's going. He's where he's going. He's going to have federal housing for about ten to twenty. Yeah, this is true. So, uh, all right, this is uh, uh, more from Trump's uh, tailspin week. It makes me th- every time I say tailspin week, it makes me think of an Animal Planet special like Shark Week. This week tailspin has been week, insane. tailspin week on the Gorilla Channel. So, uh, <laughs> brought to you by Gorilla Glue. Want to keep your flap <laughs> flap from flapping? Use Gorilla Glue. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's uh, yes, the cotton candy mud flap, uh, or marmalade mud flap, whatever, what have you, um. So anyway, this is uh, Margaret uh, Brennan on Hope Hicks' resignation. So no comment at all? The announcement came a day after she testified before the House Intelligence Committee, which is investigating... I'm sorry if I didn't say it. CBS News is Margaret Brown. ...Russian interference in the 2016 election. Sources say she told the committee that her work for the president required her to tell white lies, but she never lied about Russia. She started <laughs> off with us right from day one. She, she has been at Mr. Trump's side for the past three years. Oh, okay, I just want to pause right there and, and it, let that irony sink in. Oh, I've told lies for the president, but I never lied about Russia. Or am I lying now? <laughs> yes. Thank you. You just admitted to lying for the I president. I tell lies about, but I would never tell that lie about Russia. What is oh, that? come on, Hope. What is and that? And the fact that you... you said white lies look at your melatonin orange lies good yes. lord so anyway I, I that that blew me away but apparently that pissed yeah. off trump too so that's uh, that's funny Here's. now hope hicks is a tremendously talented person but tried to stay out of the spotlight herself this was one of the and rare moments she spoke everyone. publicly and thank you donald trump 
Hicks was thrust into it earlier this month when news of her relationship with Staff Secretary Rob Porter became public. Porter was forced to resign after his FBI background check revealed domestic abuse allegations by two ex-wives. She used to be in my real estate company. The former model started her career working for Ivanka Trump's clothing company and later the Trump Organization. She was one of the first people the president informed of his intent to run for office. I said, what do you know about politics? She said, absolutely nothing. I say, congratulations, you're into the world of power, right? <laughs> she knew nothing. And she was there the <laughs> like first you. day. And she was fantastic. Hicks remained loyal to Mr. Trump throughout some of the rockiest Hello. moments on How the campaign you? trail. Hi. And now Hello. works just outside the Oval Office. Today, the president said, I will miss having her by my side. I am sure we will work together again in the future. All by myself. Anyway. Yeah, the only thing is, Mueller, Mr. Mueller thought that he would like her by his side in the near future. So, well, you know. Yeah. I, I, this whole thing amazes me. She was one of the first to, to know, what, after Russia, that Trump was going to run? Mm-hmm. And, and, oh, God. I... Yeah. Yep. Um, see, see, the dogs agree with me. They, they do. do. not. They are not on well, Hope Hicks' side. He, no. told, he told Hope Hicks because he didn't want her to hear it from Putin. You know? <laughs> and, and, and... You know, she was on that plane when she was, they were drafting that letter and yes. she said, oh, that, those emails will never get out. And then sure. she did it. But, well, is that a white lie or what's a white lie? Or, or no, is that, that a wasn't a white red, lie. That's that a was red like lie. Brown that was denial. It's, in the it's a red lie. lie. Yeah. And, so. and what does it mean when you say, if I make this, if I make the statement, I never lie. Isn't that like an infinite loop? Yeah. Um, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so all right. Uh, and again, I would love to spend more time talking about this, but unfortunately we can't. So rolling right no. along, <laughs> uh, Fox News, it, it, you know, isn't even happy about what Trump said the other day when he had his little, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, you covered this on Resistor Sister, so we won't retread too much of it, but there was, at one, there was one point where, Donald Trump, with meeting with Barbara Boxer and you know a bunch of Republicans, Democrats, whatever, and talked talked about crafting new gun legislation. He suggested that uh, a um, they absorb uh, Diane Feinstein's assault weapon ban into the new, new legislation, and it would pass. And then it, that made Breitbart freak out. It was hilarious. Um, and, uh, oh, those guys are such snowflakes, but yeah, I, I, I went to Breitbart so you didn't have to. And I took a screen, screen, screen crap since it came from Brightshart. <laughs> um, that's right. Brightshart, everyone. Uh, headline in red, Trump, the gun grabber seeds, Dems wish list, bump stocks, buying age, assault weapons, ba background checks, tells Scalise to take a hike after surviving assassination attempt. And of course, I um, I went over right. there, and I, the one comment, three hundred and thirty-three upvotes. Says I've had enough of this shit. This is an outright betrayal by the president, uh, uh, the president of the Constitution, 
and everyone else who uh, elected him to stand up for it. And um, my response to that was, ha, <laughs> uh, typed out. Um, <laughs> and somebody else put, and you th- you all thought Obama was coming for your, from your guns. That had 205 upvotes <laughs> on Breitbart. So it, it was funny. As, as the day went on, I, I was posting. I, w- I would just go to the really rabid, angry people, and I would post the little open mouth smiley face with like the, the colon and the minus and the um in the capital d like ah, ah. <laughs> and i just kept posting that i just kept posting that little smiley face on people's comments and this this guy went he freaked out flagged and blocked you scumbag uh you don't deserve to live oh uh, i can't believe you know i mean they were just going crazy you're scum you oh we hate you uh, uh, uh. i'm just like oh my blood pressure is low uh <laughs> yours is not it really does come down to it i mean he literally this guy trump not just in that meeting but also before that said i think we should come and grab the guns yes and that's the next topic twice yes and this is uh this is from uh and again what he's suggesting without doing it he said said we should just take the guns and worry about due process later yeah then it's not due process if you do it later (laughs) do you know how due process works (laughs) it's not a retroactive (laughs) thing you dipshit (laughs) it's like no you do the due process um so uh so shep shep smith and chris wallace talked about this on fox news of course the more level-headed ones but even even uh uh, uh the white nationalist uh, t- uh tucker carlson was oh, all he was up upset. arms he was upset yes, oh he had I his wor- his his worried face was even a little more worried it seemed genuinely worried instead of just that bullshit face he does to try well why would you say that uh but yeah shep smith and chris wallace get botox this week yeah, I don't know. Shep Smith and Chris Wallace uh, talking about this. The president of the United States said, if you see somebody who doesn't seem right, take their guns and worry about the consequences later. Go to the court later. That is as un-American as imaginable. <laughs> is there anyone yeah. there who, who's able to discern what, what, what has happened and, and why these things keep coming out in these, in these ways that that really end up usually getting walked back and are bordering on nonsensical. Well, I'm going to take away some of the adjectives that you said. That, those are your opinions, not mine. But I certainly agree that there is disarray in the staff process in the White House. Some people say it's because Rob Porter, yes, he obviously had troubles. Yes, he obviously had to go. But he did make the trains run on time. And you've had a succession so, of cases bad now analogy. where and, and guns and tariff just this week are both really uh, very strong examples where the president seems to be talking before policy has been firmly made and all the... Uh, you know, all the I's have been dotted and all the T's have been crossed. Uh, I mean, for instance, in that listening <laughs> session on Wednesday, you had the president mocking some Republicans saying, you guys are scared of the NRA. You shouldn't be so scared of them. Then he has a meeting last night with the NRA and afterwards, it appears, is pulling back on some of the things that he called for on Wednesday. Somebody has a healthy fear of the NRA, I believe. I believe that they put him back in line like a good puppet. No puppet. Yeah, the only person who's afraid of the NRA is Trump. 
Yeah. Doesn't anybody know that there's a difference between Wednesday Trump and Friday Trump? Yeah. <laughs> ask, ask, ask Lindsey Graham. Yeah, or yeah. Well, that was Tuesday was Trump. Wednesday Thursday. morning Trump and Wednesday afternoon Trump. Yeah. They, I, I Seriously. Mean, it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's Trump in five-minute inter- intervals. Um, but uh, but what, what the hell was the running the trains on time? Yeah, uh, yeah. Chris don't Wallace. use that. No. Don't do that. Well, he kept the trains running on time like Hitler did. Oh, my God. My dad would be ashamed of me. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He would be. He already is. Uh, anyway. And I know he's not one of the worst ones at Fox. No, but no. He... Don't. Don't. Here. Here. Is it wrong for me to say I don't care what network you work for? Don't ever use the phrase getting the trains to run on time. Ever. Just get that rid. Don't use that. No. Get it out of your Stop vacuum. That. Just don't. Just don't. Don't. Just don't yes stop it stop it stop it uh and here we go uh this is and uh seriously marie harf is now on fox news on on that outnumbered show well this is this is andrew napolitano he of the advancing hairline He's and back, boy right? yeah wasn't yes. he off off the air for a while? yeah okay yeah you said uh remember you were prescient way back and, prescient uh, said he should be gone but then they kicked him off but then they brought him back but here he is, he of the he of the advancing hairline, and boy, his hair color just keeps getting darker as he gets older. It's weird. He's like Benjamin <laughs> Button. Um, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Benjamin Brill Cream. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, this is Andrew Napolitano and Marie Harf. Seriously, Marie Harf, not cool. Don't get off of Fox. Either the president was taking a, it was just thinking out loud, as he sometimes does, or was taking a very, very extreme position for negotiating purposes so that the end result will be something that most people can live with. Uh, Or he just is dumb and doesn't know what he believes until he says it. There's a third option for you, Napolitano. I think that's the one. Or he forgot that he took an oath to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution, which includes the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms as a fundamental natural right, and the Fifth Amendment. If the government wants life, liberty, or property, it has to go through due process before it can interfere with them. But that statement will really animate the gun owners of the country and the NRA against him because it's is exactly what they fear most confiscation first trial but that's, later. But that's, hold, hold on one second because i want to go to you marie because this is farther than we've seen any democrat go oh. well, uh, democrats don't support oh, really? taking guns before due process and i keep i've said this so many times in the past year but if barack obama or hillary clinton had said we're going to take your guns first and then go through due process i cannot imagine it's hard to fathom the amount of outrage that would be there yeah um, Thank so, you. <laughs> yeah, the the crying uh, that would have gone on. I mean, if if Obama or Clinton said that. <laughs> Thank you for your help, Alex Jones. Can I can I jump in here though for real quick? quick you minute. get the last word on this because we got to get Bobber on. My my quick minute about this is that he's talking about the Second Amendment. Like, there's no other amendments. Yeah. I cannot stand when people do that. And it's not a natural the, right the at all. The Second Amendment all is constructs. not the most important amendment. It's not the most important. No. There's the first, the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, all the way up to what? What is it? The 26th? 
they are all important. Yeah, and and not just that. No right, no, no constitutional right is a natural right. As much as they want to say it's a natural right, it's yes. not natural. It's a man-made construct. Uh, it's a that uh, we written word isn't natural. It's something you know. Arguably, everything comes from nature because we come from nature. But it, it, it's it, it's all based on individual opinions and you know, uh, 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 people in power coming to a conclusion, a consensus, uh, uh, you know. Uh, Every amendment can be taken back. Yeah, yeah. They and hate. They hate it, it when you th say that you know. In you know that the Constitution is a living, breathing document. Uh, in a figurative sense, it doesn't actually have yeah. lungs and a mouth. You uh, Trump cultists, in case you were looking for it. Um. Uh. But uh. And um. It's not like a turtle that so breathes that, through its his, butt. His point. His point pissed me off. Yeah. Where he tried to pretend like the Second Amendment is the most important amendment. Yeah, it's not. It's irritating. It's not. It's irritating. So, all right. Well, on that note, let's not keep Bobber waiting. Uh, we'll we'll get into some more stuff if we want to revisit anything we can. Uh, but yeah, we're we're getting to the end of our our news roundup. I mean, I could we could talk about other stuff, but we got so many. We we got to have some fun. It's Friday, folks. It's gonna be good. So, um, uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, lots more. Turn up the night, the weekend edition, right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Friends up, everybody, This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Stop spreading lie and false um, news. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn of the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Joe of from Scranton, Pennsylvania, Joe Santorza from the Electric City and the Tim Coromel Show as well. 
I may have to leave to pick up my storm door. I think it's three blocks down the road. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's getting a little crazy out there. Uh, it is. It's This weather is cuckoo. And uh, I got new sound effects, everybody. <laughs> uh, and, of course, uh, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. Hi, this weather is cuckoo for coconuts. Yeah, it's getting froggy out there. Yeah, so. <laughs> you still can't hear it outside because you all know I no. do this from the basement. No, I'll you get can't worried. Hear uh, yeah, I can hear it a little bit. I can't hear it a little bit. It's it's not. It's I mean, not too Jiminy, bad. Jiminy, Jiminy. God bless his soul. Yeah. He hopefully, hopefully off. you won't have to leave the basement in a submarine. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm I'm using every excuse to play the all these sa- stupid sound effects. The new sound effects. <laughs> but here's uh, the thing: we literally here in the DMV, you know, DC, mm-hmm. Maryland, Virginia region. It, it's been windy. It's also yeah. been sunny. So we have yeah. literally had a dry hurricane. Yeah, yeah. It's insane today. This weather's a so, real. And- this weather's a real bear. <laughs> Uh, and of course, uh, the one and only, uh, your bobber half, ladies and germs, it's bobber in DC. Yay. From Four Freedoms Blog, everybody. There he is. We got a standing ovation for you tonight, buddy. <laughs> you like that? So, there you go. It's bobber time. Happy Friday. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Big clock chime, sorry. <laughs> yeah, happy Friday to you, sir. And I, I hope you enjoy these? all my kooky sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got a new toy. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, and Bobber, you'll appreciate and this. It's not uh, a dildo. It's <laughs> not. It is not a dildo. Uh, but it can, uh, I don't know. We'll throw it out a window and see <laughs> what it, happens. It makes him happy just the same. That might have been a dildo. <laughs> uh, but no, so Bobber, you'll appreciate this. I went to the record and CD show uh, last Sunday, and I found a five-volume set of sound effects from the 1980, or no, early 1990s, like 92. And uh, I was worried because it, I, it, like, it said like volume one, volume three, volume five, volume seven, volume nine. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll just have to make do. And then I looked and it turns out that they just had really cheap packaging, but it was like you could buy the cassettes with like half of the sound effects back in the day of of what what went into two cd or what two cassettes went onto one cd basically so right. uh so i got the whole thing um it, it was eight bucks for five cds full of sound effects so that's pretty good yeah um, so you got lots of things that stick in your box i do i do uh you know i've got uh, i got angry mobs yes <laughs> i got uh the welcome to my world ken Republicans mascot. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, hey, Trump, your ride's here. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, and uh, yeah, all kinds of other stuff. I've, I've been working on cleaning them up because they're really long and really quiet. So basically, I have to drag them in and edit them and clip them up and, you know, uh, boost them and, uh, and make them as loud as possible. Like that explosion. 
So, oh, I and, thought that was the Fox News uh, alert. Uh, yeah, uh, it could be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think I just played like almost all of them. <laughs> there you go. That's for it's for Moon Mare. That sounded like Sarah Brooker. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was my boyfriend. It was uh, my boyfriend. And uh, here, this is a good one, too. It's a battleship alarm. Uh, anyway, it, there's there's plenty more to come. I, I just uh, found some of the good ones. And by the way, the um, one of the uh, features of these CDs is it has they have all kinds of crazy music on them too. Like, you know, and it's royalty free because it says, you know, it's like once you buy the CD, it's yours to use. However, and just so you know, that Royal royalty free music from these, I've edited some of it down and that's going to be part of one of our games tonight. It's very exciting. So <laughs> more details on that to come. So for what the hell is that a sound? Yeah. And also, oh yeah, I can play you this real quick. Uh, this is the theme from Definitely Not Jeopardy. Yay. Welcome to oh, Not Jeopardy. <laughs> ah. And now the call-in portion of Fox and Friends with yeah. Donald Trump. Fake news Jeopardy. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, right. that, that sounded like something out of a, out of a weird horror movie, you know, where uh, things are are look normal, but they just they're a little off. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And right after Definitely. they play that music, a clown appears with a with a knife. Mm. <laughs> oh, someone and, dies. And just so you know, I have uh, three prizes tonight uh, for for everybody, and they are uh, the three of my jingles that were played on Stephanie Miller that have not been played in a long time. And they're from, they're like eight years old. One of them, I think is nine years old. Uh, so yeah, so you get to pick, uh, you get to pick behind what's behind door. Number one, door, number two, or door, number three for your prizes later. It'll be very fun. Um, so, uh, but you know, you're all going to get to hear it. So it's kind of like everybody's prizes, I suppose. But anyway, it's a silly game. <laughs> doesn't matter. All right, let's go ahead. We and all get participation ribbons. Yay. Yeah. So Bobber, what's your favorite <laughs> story from shit storm week or tailspin week? Favorite story. Um, I think, uh, this one that just uh, actually today's, it's kind of fresh on my mind is that, uh, I can guy that, um, Sold all his steel shares conveniently um, just a few days before Trump announced the uh, tariff. Oh, no, I missed this one. Uh, wow. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it's no coincidence. It's there. I mean, that, you know that the SEC is going to come down on and he's, he's going to jail for that. Good. Because there's no way he just conveniently, you know, sold all his steel stock, you know, two or three days before the. The, the, the bottom fell out because of Trump's misguided tariffs. Mm, 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 mm. Well, speaking of the tariffs, yeah, that story broke today. By the way, that, that one, I mean, that's, that's huge. That, that's <laughs> like one. That is just blatant cashing in. You know, him him helping out his buddies so they can yeah. cash in on on all the shit he's doing. 
That is so dirty. But yeah, so uh, but let's listen to uh, from CNN Money, Christine uh, Roman, uh, Romans rather. Uh, she, uh, you know, the the basically the tariffs are going to be on steel and aluminum, um, and uh, this is uh, this is what you know. And again, Christine Romans, she kind of knows what she's talking about when it comes to finances. Listen to what she has to say about uh, what what could happen. Wall Street is worried about a trade war. President Trump says he will slap tariffs on steel and aluminum. That could raise prices on cars, baseball bats, and even beer cans. One top beer executive even warned a tariff could lead to thousands of jobs lost across the industry. But investor worries aren't just about steel and aluminum. These tariffs could be the first shot in a trade war that the U.S. could easily lose. Now, it's not clear if these tariffs will exempt key U.S. allies like Canada. But the biggest unknown, how will other countries respond, especially China? Will they retaliate? They could slap their own tariffs on American products. That's a big concern for farmers in particular. For example, the U.S. is one of the world's top producers of soybeans and its top customer for soy. Soy boy. Trump promised on the campaign trail he would get tough on trade. He said millions of American factory workers are out of work because of bad trade deals. But research shows automation is the bigger job killer. Thus far in his presidency, that protectionist agenda has been dormant, but this could signal the beginning of a war that everyone loses. I think they got some of my royalty-free music from one of those CDs for that. I think you're right. You know who else is very upset about this? The sorghum farmers. Oh, yeah. The sorghum farmers are, are extremely upset because we export sorghum to China in a big, large chunk. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that, did you? Uh, I I yeah. do. Did I, I? I. It sounds right. I mean, it's like I can't say I didn't know it, but it See, sounds until right. last night I didn't know it. But Colbert Here's told me about Everybody it. Everybody is pissed off about this. It's not just sorghum farmers. It's also Canada. It's it's yeah. It's I mean, are are we going to make it's exemptions like like with the travel ban? Yes. Yeah, there's going to be a sorghum exemption. But you know, yeah, the, the, the 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 whole idea of using tariffs is 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 using a sledgehammer to, to solve a problem that that requires a scalpel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly you know you know Bob or somebody said it's like using a sledgehammer to open up a bird cage, and yeah, there's no bird left. There's no bird left. Yeah, it'll that's open really the cage. What it comes down but to, you won't have a bird. That's what Trump is doing. He's literally starting a trade war. When we live in a global economy, but what you don't understand, Rain, is I, trade wars are easy I, to win. Okay, you know what? They're easy to Thank win. you for mansplaining to me. <laughs> They're very easy to win. Hold on. Well, you let saw me... the tweet. Hold on. You let saw me get... the tweet. Let me get my new buzzer for that. Uh, we need to use the new buzzer a little bit more. New uh, buzzer. buzzer. Where'd it go? There it goes. There you go. Uh, I, I, I can't take it. What I'm trying to say is at this point, what we have is Trump trying to mansplain to the world about trade wars when the rest of the world understands he is dumb he doesn't get it he doesn't understand anything when it comes to international trade he didn't understand it when it came to tpp 
Mm. He thought it meant toilet paper paper. Yeah, you um. probably did. You probably did. <laughs> uh, I could do a better deal where it was just toilet paper, not toilet paper paper. No, it's that extra It's costing us. It's two ply pl- two ply paper. Two ply paper. I, I told you. Two ply paper. Don't ask Only two Ad- right Alex now, Baldwin I mean, about it. We're facing the, we're facing the fact that you know uh, Canada is going to be like, oh, you want to you want to do these tariffs? Okay, then we're going to slap tariffs back on you. Yeah. That's well, and that's happen. the thing. That's it's, the thing is people were, uh, I, I, I don't, yeah. somebody was asking, are certain countries going to be exempted from this? Or is it only, you know, non-white countries, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, non-white majority countries? You know, it, 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 it's kind of like, you know, it's almost kind of like a, a financial version of the travel ban, you know? Um, I wonder if he's going to slap a tariff on Trump ties. From China. No. Mm-hmm. Well, if he backs up what he said today and what he did say today is, I want to have no trade ties with anybody who has deficits. Mm. No trade deficits, no. It's, we're not going to work with you. And it, it, it's, it's, it's so, yeah, again, it, it, it's, you're looking at, uh, you're looking at it from way up high when you need to be looking at, at the details. Yeah, you know, Rain, Rain and I were talking about this the other day, you know, and she said that, you know, tariffs are so they're so 1980s and and really they are because back then, you know, you might have been able to save an industry, but I mean those industries are gone, and you're not going to bring them back. Yeah. The the only time a tariff really works is if you know, there's an industry that you're trying to keep from being replaced by a foreign version of that industry. Yeah. And and there's there's none of those, you know. We everything has sort of been settled down, and there's everything gets made in in China or Japan, and then things get improved or serviced or sold here. You know, it's, sure. it's just yeah. Well, it's, I, it's, I, I, these things have been worked out over time, yeah. and and trying to force it to go another way uh, is is just going to be bad for everybody. And, and I hate to do this, but we only have a, a little bit of time to, to blow through these news stories, so I'm going to play the cutoff music. Uh, uh, because we got to get to Russia. We got to talk about Russia. I got two Russia stories. We're going to, I mean, seriously, this is ridiculous. But yeah, so to set this up. Boris chuckled gleefully. Uh, yeah. So actually, Boris might not be chuckling gleefully if uh, these if these stories. Okay, so first, and I I didn't record the whole thing because I knew we wouldn't have time to get go through it. I recorded the first minute and a half of uh, NPR Tim Max report on uh, Alexander Torshin, uh, the Russian NRA superfan. Did you ever think that would be uttered? <laughs> uh yeah so uh, no. listen listen is and i urge everybody to go uh listen to the full report on npr and do more reading on it but tim mack um and i forget the host name on npr sorry npr guy uh but you work for us anyway so i can forget your name uh so on alexander torsion just how deep are the ties between russia and the national rifle association the story of one russian official offers some insight his name is alexander torshin back in 2015 an nra delegation traveled to moscow and met him now npr is reporting that his ties to the national rifle association go back years he talked about the nra regularly on social media in russian tweets that went unnoticed until npr political report 
reporter Tim Mack noticed them, and he's in our studios. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. Who is Torshin? So, Alexander Torshin, he's a former Russian senator. He serves as a deputy governor to the Bank of Russia. He's known to be a Putin ally, and when he was in the Russian Duma, he spent time on Russia's National Anti-Terrorism Committee. That's a powerful state body that includes the director of the FSB, which is Russia's internal security service, Hmm. and the ministers of defense and foreign affairs. So, I previously reported that he was a and is a paid lifetime member of the NRA. And over six years, he developed ties with leaders of the NRA and used them to get deeper into American politics. And we can see this because he documented all these efforts in real time. It was actually hiding in plain sight among 150,000 Russian-language tweets that NPR has translated. That's, that's why people hadn't noticed it until now. They hadn't gone to the trouble of translating it. Hadn't people ever noticed it in the United States? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, here Boris uh, was uh, putting on all these uh, social media things about um, working with the NRA. And uh, the FBI is looking at this. And NPR has done a bang up job reporting on this. Uh, you know, I can't do it justice here by playing that little snippet, but um, because they had a lot more information there. But seriously, uh, it was right under our noses, but we don't read german or russian german russian so much over here so well there was there were stories there were stories yeah about sheriff clark jill stein going over there sheriff clark in particular He's a he piece went of over shit. to russia he is a piece of shit but i don't have the story in front of me because once again i didn't do all the proper it's research okay. Sheriff Clark went over there to Russia on behalf of the NRA. Yeah. This is... And then we've had stories that have come out recently in the past couple of months, weeks, where, yeah, it wasn't just the NRA, but there are stories that are like, are are we sure that the NRA didn't accept Russian money? Yeah. I, so. I mean, that's that's huge. It could be huge. I mean, in, in, you know, good on NPR and good on the FBI, good on all organizations with three letters and that aren't fake. That aren't, Clark, dirty, yeah. dirty man. Good on all organizations with, with three letters in their name that isn't the KKK or the FSB. Um, uh, go ahead, go ahead, uh, uh, Bobber. What were you going to say? Um, yeah, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, it's like a perfect storm. You know, with with the, the, that shooting in Florida and the Russian investigation, and this is all kind of, it's all kind of being tied together into one pretty package that's going to send the Trump administration and the NRA down the toilet. I, I, I think, I, you know, Trump getting elected as bad as it was for us, it's also one of the best things that could happen because it's. It sort of forced Mueller to shine a light in all mm-hmm. these corners, these dirty, filthy mm-hmm. corners where all these nasty people have been operating in the shadows for a long time. And, yeah. and now it's all come out. Hey, and uh, Wayne LaPierre, your ride's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from Bob's mouth to God's ears. Yeah, I hear I'm you. I'm not even sure if I believe in God. but Well, well you know, one person I mean who does... That. You know who one per- one person who does? John Kelly. The last thing I wanted to do was walk away from one of the great uh, honors of my life, being the Secretary of Homeland Security. Uh, but I did something wrong, and God punished me, I guess. <laughs> Shut the hell up. You could you could have refused, you asshole. 
Um, Can I just say? Or no, he couldn't refuse. Could he? Oh, he had to. He he had to take the job, though, didn't he? Didn't Kelly have to take the job? He he did have to take the job, but I can't believe he said that when he lost a son Mm. in war. Yeah, yeah. It was it was weird on many levels. That's something that bothered me. I mean, I felt like, okay, Kelly, are you looking for a way out? But the fact that he said that when he used his son as a way to go after um, to go after Congresswoman Frederica, mm-hmm. saying just I I don't I don't know what to make of that man. I don't know what to make of that man. And what did he say about women at one point? There was there was a time in America where. Yes. We what what yes. what did he it was what a did time he, we, in America when women kind of you know when we treasured them. W- yeah, or we something. treasured women. All of this other stuff. So when he said I must have been punished, I, 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 this is why I'm going to say I don't know, and I've said this to you guys before. I don't know if I believe in God or not, but I find it really hard to believe that if you're somebody who does believe in God, for you to say. God must have punished me after your son was killed in war. I have a problem yeah. understanding your belief in and how your God works, because a child died. Yeah, a child you're, died. A child died. Your, but your then job you got to DHS yeah. is a job. That's all it yeah. is. It's a job. That's yeah, it. your your child died, but then you get a job in the White House, and you're like, Why would God let this happen? Yeah. So, uh, cool story. Bro. Sorry to cut you. <clears throat> no, Sorry it's okay. Joe it's and all right. Bob and we, you guys all, but this is fun. We, yeah, we got to go to the break. Uh, so uh, this is just the kind of show it is tonight. But, uh, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. So uh, we, we we still have the most lascivious story about Russia that we have to get to. Um, and I'll make time for that. If we don't get any calls, I'll play it, or I'll play it and take calls and keep you on the line and let you listen while you hold. Uh, but we got to run to the break. Uh, we're going to do name calling, birthdays, um, and um, a couple other things. But yeah, hold tight. We'll be right back with me, Bobber, Rain, and Joe right after the Green News Report. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. Mm-hmm. IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Okay. It's Thursday, March 1, 2018. Pruitt believes God commands us to take care of the environment. And that also means to use what he has provided. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt uses the Bible to justify exploitation of natural resources. But Uh, but I need you also to be worried about human health. At the same time, Pruitt moves to eliminate office that studies the impacts of chemicals on children... A new study finds communities of color disproportionately bear the burden of pollution. ExxonMobil withdraws from massive deal with Russia, plus good news and bad news for the environment in the courts. All of that good news and bad news straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Arming 20% of them, as Mr. Trump suggested Thursday, would mean more than 700,000 people with guns in schools. It's no wonder the NRA likes this solution. It involves buying hundreds of thousands of guns, and that's their solution. 
solution to everything. They probably deal with climate change by pointing a Glock at the ocean and daring that mother to rise. <laughs> and, and it's worth noting. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, sad news. Russia and ExxonMobil are breaking up. Yeah, it sure does look like it. ExxonMobil announced Wednesday it is formally withdrawing from a massive joint venture with Russia's state-owned oil company Rosneft because of international sanctions that have halted projects to develop Russia's untapped oil reserves. The deal was signed by former Exxon CEO and current U.S. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson. Last year, the Treasury Department fined Exxon on $2 million for violating the sanctions with that contract. Bloomberg News reports that Exxon will post an after-tax loss of $200 million as a result, but that losing access to Russia's vast reserves is likely to harm Exxon's long-term efforts to increase production. So sad. Meanwhile, in an interview with the Christian Broadcasting Network, Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt said that he believes God wants humans to exploit the planet's natural natural resources and wants him to deregulate the fossil fuel industry. <laughs> of course he does. The biblical worldview with respect to these these issues is that we have a responsibility to to manage and cultivate, harvest mm-hmm. uh, the natural resources that we've been blessed with. Uh, to, to, to truly bless our fellow mankind. Good God. But Pruitt, of course, focuses only on fossil fuels and ignores the impacts in pollution, environmental destruction, and climate change, and ignores the free and clean natural resources called the sun and the wind that are also part of creation. Yet why isn't Scott Pruitt harvesting those? It's the polar opposite of the stewardship philosophy of Pope Francis. In an interview with the New Republic theology professor Jamie Schaefer of Marquette University said Pruitt's fringe beliefs are, quote, not a reflection based on biblical scholars' findings. Well, knock me over with a feather. And Pruitt's interpretation of the Bible doesn't appear to include protecting actual people. Pruitt has spent the last year rolling back pollution standards on behalf of polluting industries. This week, the EPA's own scientists have released a new study showing that in 46 U.S. states, minority and low-income communities bear the highest burden of air pollution in the nation, far more than white communities, and are disproportionately affected, leading to increased risks of asthma, heart disease, cancer, and other illnesses. But that's not all the Scott Pruitt news. He also proposed this week shutting down the EPA's research arm dedicated to studying the impacts of chemicals on children's health. Mm. In recent years, research grants funded by the National Center for Environmental Research have discovered arsenic in infant rice formulas and identified neurological effects from flame retardants and toxic pesticides. But Pruitt is proposing to eliminate that office to cut costs. Just like the Bible commands. Finally, some good news and some bad news for the environment in the courts. First, the bad news. The federal judge that Donald Trump accused of bias for ruling against him and his defunct Trump University this week cleared a major obstacle for Trump's controversial border wall with Mexico. U.S. District Judge Gonzalo Curiel ruled this week that the administration does have the legal authority to waive major environmental laws like the Endangered Species Act and the Clean Air and Clean Water Act to expedite the wall's construction.
And the good news? Well, a different federal judge has rejected the Trump Interior Department's efforts to delay the waste reduction rule that required the oil and gas industry to reduce harmful emissions of methane from operations on the public's lands and pay royalties. So there's that. At least there's that. For much more on that and all of the other stories we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! One, three, three, zero, K, E, N, one, four, six, six. Yeah, that's right. We'll be taking calls in this segment. Uh, we'll kind of do lightning round calls uh, after we do name calling and birthdays and everything. If uh, you do call, please hold on the line until I call your name or your area code and say, Where you calling from? And uh, then we'll uh, we'll get make make with the merriment. Uh, but of course, uh, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Did he happen to catch that? Uh, uh, the uh, that was Gonzalo Curiel, the Trump University guy, in the Green News report, uh, talking about the 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 illegality of the Trump Wall, the border wall. Yes, bittersweet yes, irony, yes. huh? So a little bit, yeah, a little bit. And uh, but yeah, so welcome back, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, I bet the clown clown car is you, you. You're gonna need a clown like you know transport vehicle or something. I don't know a clown train. Yeah, a clown train, something like that. And of course, yeah. Bob Bobber in D.C. Welcome back to the program, sir. Hello. Welcome or thank you or something. Yeah, I'm, I was just thinking about that, that clown train and how it's. It seems like it's running off the tracks, derailing, getting ready to burst into flames. Sure, you, yeah, but I, I don't mind you welcoming welcoming me to my own show, though. That's that's very good, Bobber. And of course, uh, Adam, you called a little early, but just hold tight so we get through name calling and stuff, and we'll we'll talk. But um, I'm uh, sorry, I thought that no. would be in the in the you know part. What I say. <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding that's not tonight's show that was tuesday's show <laughs> uh but of course yeah just hang tight adam and uh of course rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc also heard on resistor sisters episode six happening tonight uh are you ready for some name calling i am ready for some name calling but i need to say this i do would it much rather have the clown train run off the tracks than have the clown train run on time uh see see there you go little call back there we'll give you uh we'll give you the uh a train we'll give the a train for that for train joke train joke woo woo 
Leaving the station, name calling, coming right up. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. It's all yours, Rain. Let's find out what biscuits we got out there. You got any biscuits for sale in there? Mm. Well, I don't know if they're for sale, but we got some biscuits. I just I need to know what you offer in the way of biscuits. I'm going to offer them because I'm a socialist, commie, liberal. Biscuit. With biscuits. Mm -hmm. So tonight we have Mr. Adam Hebert. We have Bobber. Bobber in D.C my main squeeze um broke hammer francie jake collie jeans girl and i'm going to say this now before i lose it in the chat um her her daughter jenny's birthday was on um february 8th and hers was also on um february 25th oh okay so jeans girl uh, and jenny jeans girl and jenny yes and uh, we have Cat. We have Kenny, Kenny Pick, of course. We have Ken Senior. Hello, Dad. We have Living on Long Island. We have Marnus, who is celebrating this nor'easter with me. Although uh, he's got snow and wind. And we blizzard just have conditions. Wind. Yeah, we just have blizzard conditions without snow. I I'm telling you, man, it's it's weird. Um, Moon Mayor. Peter in San Francisco, President, myself, Sandy and Durwood, Theo, and Tim Coromel. And I am hoping to maybe run into people on uh, March 24th here in D.C. Yeah. For the Never Again rally. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, uh, that's uh, I'm very excited um, for our country. So... Uh, and I love that post uh, that you made. Uh, that uh, they don't need uh, they don't need us. We need them for the yeah. Never Again movement. That was great. It's it's really true. I, can I just say one thing? This has been on my mind. I haven't said this on the blog or anywhere else. Not even mm. on my Facebook page. Um, there are people out there calling them millennials. These kids are not millennials. No, they're not. They're they're, they're whatever. Generation Z. Yeah. From well, from everything that I'm understanding, they're Gen Z. Or yeah. they're not Gen X, you know. They're, well, they're they, there not is Gen Y. There's Gen Y, but I didn't know. Well, I, I, I technically, I don't know. I don't even know. Let's just call them. I don't them, know what it is, but they're not millennials. They and, and I'm not trying to take anything away from millennials. I got an I don't idea. Want to take anything away from my generation or from boomers uh -huh. or anything. I got an idea. Let's try and spread this. Let's call them Generation Hope. I like that. I like that a lot. So I do. That's and I know uh, that's kind of nitpicking, but they're not they're not millennials. Or Generation Justice. I like that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's run that by Emma. Yes. And uh on the line oh, oh, oh no, hold on. Oh birthdays, birthdays real quick. We, we gotta do those. Uh so uh Aaron, aka Jean's girl, and uh her uh, daughter Jenny, correct? Yes. Uh since it's family, it's a birthday baner. 
Here it is. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! All right, there we go. Now, weird hello. Hello? Uh, Adam Hebert, hello. What's up? Okay, so that's what I missed. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I just want to say that uh, earlier today I found an article where Orrin Hatch called people who like Obamacare, quote, the stupidest dumbass people. And yes. uh, I, I've got, as, as someone, I'm sorry? Did he really use the word He did. Dumbass? I heard the audio. Uh, they played it on yes. CNN today. Yes. Wow. Okay. So, and as someone, as one of the millions upon millions of people that Obamacare has helped, I think I, I feel comfortable speaking for us when I tell Oren, "Go fuck yourself, you worthless sack of shit." Uh, I, you know, well, I, I I don't disagree. <laughs> he's got he's got to have a lot of time to do that because he's retiring. He is. He is. I, I prefer not to think about the actual act of self fuckery, but. Yeah, um, but wait, but he's yeah, retiring. That, that he's retiring. Stop! Don't come back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is it? it um, Mitt Romney is going to run. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like Trump now. <laughs> Trump is great now. <laughs> Lemon, good. Um. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah. So, Adam, tomorrow night on Mike Check Radio, you're doing a best of. Uh, what can people expect from that? Yes, we're running the Best of Nerd Talk volume. I, I've lost track at this point, but we're going to be running my in, our interview with John Fugelsang, which Miles and Michelle labeled, 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 labored mightily to, to make happen. Yes. And we're going to do, we're going to rerun our um, X-Men fantasy film ball. Nice. That's exciting. Um, and we're going to run my interviews with, let's see here, Brina Palencia. And, and these are all anime voice actors. So, Brina Palencia, Stephanie uh, Shane, Michael Sitter, Nicholas. Hold on, Brina Palencia. I just I need to know what Brina. you offer in the way of biscuits. Like, is it buttermilk or do you have cheddar biscuits, garlic biscuits, maybe some rosemary? Just I just need to know what kind of biscuits you offer at your establishment. There you go, Brina Palencia. Yeah, so that would. That would be her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brilliant voice actress. Very nice person. Uh, as Stephanie Shea and Michael Sinternikos. Uh, again, that that was a fun interview. Yes. And uh, we'll probably have enough time to squeeze in my interview with Christina V. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we we'll, we I don't know about the clue stuff. That's going to be tough to shoehorn it. Well, maybe you can squeeze in uh, an encore performance of Lex Lang. Oh. Go go way back in the archive. Great. Go way back in the archive. Yeah. yeah. Lex Lang was delightful, and I, 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 I'm yeah. hoping he'll come back this year so I can say, remember me? <laughs> this is Lex Lang. But, uh, yeah. Yes, he, he was a very nice person, and uh, you know, I... He's, I mean, I would say that part of the reason why I did so much better this year mm-hmm. than last was because 
he gave me that confidence boost. <laughs> well, there you go. There you so. go. Well, um, I'm looking forward to uh, the best of tomorrow, seven to ten p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Uh, you know what? We'll uh, we'll we'll uh, pop in because we're, we're actually Adam's working, but we'll pop into the the chat room over there while people are listening tomorrow. Uh, but we're going to do some plotting and planning for new segments for Mike Check Radio tomorrow night too. So that's exciting. Yeah, but so. the world won't take over itself. The world doesn't take over itself. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So, so all right, Adam, thanks yeah, for calling. Just, just ask Pinky in the brain that. That's true. Thanks for calling. Talk to you tomorrow, okay? Yep. Talk to you all tomorrow. Bye, Ring. Right. Bye, Joe. Bye, Bob. Bye, Bye. See ya. Bye. All right. See you later. Uh, also, here, weird hello. Uh, hello. Francie, hi. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the quizzical poot. <laughs> oh, the flarpy one. Yeah, there you go. Are, are you are you in a oh, that's fart? A really wet one. You you in a fart sound noise tonight, Francie? <laughs> oh shit! Oh, wrong. There you go. Here. This thing on. Yeehaw! Hi. Yeehaw! Ah. Uh. Um, I, um, while you were talking about the generations, yeah. um, I went on to yeah. Wiki, Wiki, Wikipedia or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, according to this, it's kind of all effed up. The, the millennials, they're saying we're kids born between like 82 and like 96. Yeah. I, and then after that, which is, are my three kids, but then after that, in the mm-hmm. 2000s, they're Generation Z. That's what I thought. Right. But an interesting thing I learned is that my parents, my mom and dad and my mother-in-law, who's going to be 93, that bunch of people from 20, 1925 to 46 is the silent generation. Like they have the mm. GI generation and the silent generation yeah. because that bunch of people um, followed the rules, you know, never made a fuss about yeah. anything. It was pre um you know, the civil rights and all that. So, yeah, I learned that, and that was coins in the 50s. So we're yeah. kind of getting into, like, all of these sub-generations. Would yeah, I mean, that? yes. That's what I'm sort of feeling. We can trace I, it right. all the way back to Adam and Eve as Generation BC. Oh, God. And then Let's G- name them. But that's a game. Name the generation. Yeah. yeah. What am I thinking of now? What about people who survived Big the Black forehead. Plague? Here, here's Big the forehead, knuckle-dragging, what is it? <laughs> Here, here's the thing. and I, I, I get what you're saying, Francie, because... It gets really confusing to me. I, I just feel like I'm confused. I, I'm I'm Gen X because right. I'm I'm after the boomers, and then I feel like okay, so there was the boomers, there was Gen X, and now there's the millennials, and and, right. and these these high school kids, these mm-hmm. high school kids, they right. could be they could be children of some of the millennials, maybe not all of them. Uh, oh yeah. The millennials are having kids. Yes, the millennials are having children. Believe me. Babies having babies. <laughs> They're having babies. <laughs> some of them are in their 30s. I know. Some I'm of them kidding. are in their 30s. Part of me kind of feels kidding. like maybe we're focusing too much on this generational thing. Maybe. I know. Maybe. I think yeah. it's kind of um, malarkey. I think, 
I think it would be more more fun to name like like you know people who were born like. 1860 who grew up to become cowboys <laughs> they'd be like generation brand x because that's their ranch they were on brand x <laughs> but i will say this i mean i know now i'm gonna now i'm gonna be a hypocrite Thank you. It's, my vo- it's me <laughs> yeah that is you um i don't know the generation thing is is kooky and it's weird because i'm i'm from a family of seven kids yeah and um, where five of us are boomers and the younger two are Gen X, like the beginning of it, you know? Yeah. 19, well, the beginning, and then my brother was youngest was born in the 70s. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kooky. So, it's kooky. Well, it, it is kooky. Well, let's get, Bob, let's get Bobber and Joe in here. Uh, uh, Bobber, oh, you, okay. you want to talk sure. about generational uh, names or, or any, just anything related? I, you know, I understand how they came up with the with the boomer generation because all the soldiers came home and made babies. And it was a baby all, boom, yeah. Yeah, so so there's this big boom of 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 kids, and so I mean I understand that, but when you go much beyond that, it just you know there's not a single delineal line. I mean ge- generations they kind of blend, you know. I mean like right. Our, um, our family and Rain's family they they overlap like halfway, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. There so are overlaps, sure. Yeah. That really makes sense anymore because they all sort things sort of filtered out, you know. They I, uh, I do I do understand millennials because that was because, you know, the baby's born in the twenty first century. I get that. Yeah. But they started it in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, that's that ain't, that ain't hit my head. <laughs> Well, everybody was so freaked out over Y2K, so, you know, they're like, they might not make oh, it past man. 2000. Um, oh, my God. I, I remember stocking yeah. up on canned goods that Sure, time. sure. Bottled water, all that jazz. But, my Joe, into that. But, but Joe, Sorry, I think, ahead, Joe, Joe, you're, Joe, you're a Star Trek fan, so I think I'm calling bullshit on Star Trek The Next Generation because there should have been at least three or four generations <laughs> after the original series, go. right? Well, well, yeah, and... I just I just posed in the uh, the chat uh, what's after Generation Z, and Living in Long Island said A A, and I A-A. thought no should be Generation A one, and we could call it the Steak Sauce Generation. <laughs> and that yeah! and that would be the babies that the that the wise and the millennials are having the little infants that are coming up. The A ones, the Steak Sauce Generation. Yeah, yeah sure, I like sure. that Steak Sauce. Yum. Yeah. Steaks are good. Mama. So, <laughs> you put it on your biscuits. Delicious babies. You can put it on so, your biscuits. Well, Francie you, and you Joe could. and Bob and Ken. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh. Is, do you guys think it's unfair for me to say that these, you know, these Parkland teenagers and all of the teenagers all around the country stepping up, walking into this, into this, you know, we got to do something about guns. Is it okay for me to say that they're not millennials? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and, yeah, and, you because know, my youngest my youngest niece is not a millennial; she's sixteen. And the, and my and we and my other my nephew, who's well, no, he's twenty. But I mean, the te- those teenagers are the new thing. I believe. I think. I feel. I think uh, they, uh, they feel like a different bunch. Hmm. Chuck Todd did a thing, and there's a good way to define this, like. Uh, 
the baby boomers are defined by the Kennedy knowing about you know witnessing the Kennedy assassination, the uh, civil rights movement, you know the Bobby Kennedy assassination, and then the the next generation, the Generation X, are the ones that uh, you know came during you know Reagan, and they they came of age Reagan and all you know Watergate, all that stuff, and then oh, I wasn't Watergate. Well then, then I was the, all, I was an overlap. I was too. Oh, well, sorry, there's going to be overlaps. I was yeah, water. I was, I was water slide. Basically, what he was saying Reagan. is that you can you can you can look at the generations over the big events that they witnessed, right. like right. like Generation me, X, Generation me, Y, Gen X, and my big thing was watching um, Reagan. You know, say. Mr. Gorbachev, take down that wall. Oh, tear down the wall, we, yeah. Yeah, oh, we boy. were we were um, really, really kind of grew up in the latter part of um, the Cold War. Yeah, the latter right. part. Yeah, not yeah. the Nixon but part. But I, I do, I, I do want to read Moon Mare's uh, thing because I really oh, think we're good. getting way too into <laughs> way too into the sorry, weeds on this. I'm really sorry. Uh, <laughs> but Moon Moon Mare says, "Why do we need to label generations anyway?" Yeah, because right. somebody said they were baby boomers. It's not our fault. I know, I know. Right and on. now we're doing it to these poor kids. Now we're doing it. We're here doing it to these poor kids. So, hey, I didn't yeah. do it. <laughs> not me. I don't know. I didn't do it. Not me. Yeah, I don't know. Not me. No, sir. I don't like it. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> You're well, Francie, I'm going to I'm going to let yes. you go. I'm going to let you go because I know and, and I love you dearly, but, but if you um, need a phone a uh, phone a friend for the game, I'm in, baby. Well, yeah, we'll see how it goes because uh, you're going to want to okay. listen because these two games are crazy. Okay. They're crazy. Okay. So cuckoo? you love it. Yeah, cuckoo. They are well, Okay, good night. They good night, are, my dear people. Well, night, hold on. Please. Hold on. They are oh. most definitely oh. cuckoo. There you go. All right, yes, Francie. My favorite thing is the Awuga, Awuga. You know, that reminds Awuga. me of the Adams family. Yeah, nice. Yes. All right. But, okay. Good night, all right, my dear. Talk to you soon. Bye, Francie. Bye. Bye bye. So, uh, all right. Well, this, this should give us just enough time. And we're not. We probably won't have a lot of time to, to do commentary on this, but it's, it's a long clip. It's from Matthew Chance from CNN. And there's a name. Uh, we, uh, uh, um, I think I misspelled it. I think I misspelled it in my notes. Did I? No. Uh, okay. So I think her name is. I've uh, seen your notes. Those N- notes uh, were crazy. Nastya Ribka, uh, Ribka, I think. The um, the Russian seductress who is in a Thai jail, willing to give over information, uh, Trump Russia secrets, for her release. Um, I don't know. They say her name in here. I think I wrote down the wrong name because I have Anastasia Vashukevich on my uh, on my notes. But this is uh, this is different. But yeah, so let's listen to this. I don't. I mean, we can't really say whether this is true or not. But she's saying it, and honestly, I'll believe anybody over the Trump cult and the Russian government. So she promotes herself endlessly on social media as Nastia Ribka a kind of self-styled Russian sex guru who'll supposedly teach you the art of seduction for a fee, of course. 
Even if we're interacting with men who are famous actors, lawmakers, oligarchs, scientists, very few of these men, when they interact with a woman, discuss highbrow topics with them. If you want to seduce a man like that, he needs to be hooked by his basic sexual instinct. Amid snaps and titillating videos of her frolicking on yachts and exotic beaches, she brags of liaisons with billionaires, and one billionaire in particular. These are the images that have thrust Nastia Ribka into the kind of spotlight she didn't expect. It shows her relaxing on a boat with two men. One of them is Oleg Deripaska, one of Russia's richest men. The other, a senior Russian official, Deputy Prime Minister Sergei Prihodka. Russia's main opposition leader seized on the images as evidence of official corruption, also suggesting the two men, who can be heard discussing US-Russia relations, may have served as a link between the Kremlin and the Trump campaign. Prihodka has refused to comment on the allegation. Deripaska has dismissed it as a story far from any truth. In a statement to CNN, his spokesperson said he is suing Ribka and her business partner because they, quote, maliciously made his private photos and <laughs> personal information public. She was in the pictures. Matthew Chance from CNN. But it's not the first time the Russian oligarch, known to be close to the Kremlin, has fended off allegations of collusion. CNN confronted him last year after it was revealed Trump's former campaign manager, Paul Manafort, who once worked for Deripaska, offered him private briefings. I'm going to give the Matthew Chance a little bit of credit because he, he said CNN confronted him last year. Matthew Chance of CNN confronted him last year. And he looked like it, it, I was scared for him after he confronted this guy because he was like, you know, this is fake news. And if you know it's good for you, you'll, you know, <laughs> it was creepy. It was creepy. But anyway, Deripaska told CNN he never received any communication about it. Did he, did he owe you millions of dollars? It's the news for idiots. But it was after the promise <laughs> of more detail, more information from Nastia Ribka who was holding one of her sex and seduction classes on this beach in Thailand, that this extraordinary story appears to have taken a spy novel turn. She was arrested by Thai police for violating the terms of her tourist visa, managing to record this quick tantalising message aimed at the American media as she was driven away. I'm ready to give you all the missing pieces of the puzzle, support them with videos and audio regarding the connections of our respected lawmakers with Trump, Manafort and the rest. I know a lot. I'm waiting for your offers in a Thai prison. They're probably just the words of a desperate woman hoping to avoid deportation to Russia. But her promise, with no evidence so far, to unlock the mysteries of the Trump-Russia scandal have certainly got Nastia Ribka the attention she so often craved. Matthew Chance, CNN, Moscow. I'll say this right now. That was smart of her. Even if it's not true, it was smart of her because if she gets deported to Russia, if you think what happened to Pussy Riot was bad, what'll happen to her when she gets back, um, you know, they're going to kill her. I will find it for Tuesday, but... I have seen her Instagram account. Mm-hmm. She's not lying. I, I don't think she is either. I really don't think she is. But either way, very smart. Very smart. Because, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, things are not going to be good for her if she goes back to Russia. 
So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So we'll have more on that on Tuesday. Uh, and it, uh, I'll I'll give everybody a quick thought. Uh, Joe, you want to uh, say anything about that real quick? I think she's on the P tape, actually. Hmm. Oh, I think I she don't. has the P tape. Mm-hmm. Okay. That could be. Mm-hmm. Bobber, what do you think? Um, I'm just wondering if, if Nastya is her porn name. If that could be. <laughs> well, th- it could be because uh, what I wrote it, down earlier like, was uh, An- Anastasia. Anastasia. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Nastia. So, um, Nastia, then you have a, a good belief. Yeah, there you go. So, all right. Rain, well, I will. Uh, all I'm saying, we'll get your reporting on CNN on picked it up. Um, Washington Post picked this story up. Yeah, a number of legitimate outlets picked this mm-hmm. up. I sure. I, I get making the jokes, but oh no, I don't no, think she's getting around. I don't think she's getting around. Well, uh, and and she definitely and is I'm doing the of, smart I'm thing to save her I'm life kind at of this point that too. Mueller says, "Get her here." Yeah. I'm hoping that too. I'm hoping that too. And if it, you know, I mean, if it's very, if the very least it, it, it isn't a hundred percent legit, uh, if it saved your life, then that's, that's a good thing. So, um, but anyway, let's go ahead and run to the break. When we come back two brand spanking new versions of what the hell is that sound? Uh, slight twists on an, an old standard. Very excited about this. Uh, But yeah, we'll be right back uh, with uh, the final hour of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. A box of dildos. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Oh, dear Lord, people are talking about Highlights Magazine in the chat room. Oh, every doctor's visit, every dentist's visit, reading Goofus and Gallant. And uh, what was the other? Somebody brought it up. The the people made out of wood, uh, the the woodkins or the woodnicks or whatever. I, it, it's passed by now. But anyway, uh, yes, I have uh, uh, two decoupage plaques of Goofus and Gallant hanging in our hallway that Susan got uh, at a craft show years ago. But anyway, uh, yeah, welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Uh, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome, sir. 
we're electric, but we're losing power. So, you know, we're not so yeah. electric tonight. Mm. Well, for right now, we, at least we get enough like electricity for you to play the game. Um, I will be here. Yes. I have a generator anyway, so I don't care. Oh, there you go. Uh, what generation yeah. is that generator? It's a generator... Uh, um, Generator, generator X. Generator BB. X. <laughs> <laughs> and generator BB Netanyahu. BB. Oh. Ooh. BB. Uh, oh, so you got your generator from Israel. Mm-hmm. It's uh, an Israeli generator. Israel? It recently moved to Jerusalem, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> is, is it occupying... Um, oh, now. Now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, it's, you know. a, it's occupying my neighbor's territory. All right. All right. Settle, <laughs> settlement down. Settlement down. Um, sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. Israel puns. Only on Turn Up the Night. So, uh, and of course, Bobber in Washington, D.C., uh, working on some new music. Very excited about that. And yes, don't worry. The Musicians Roundtable, uh, fortunately, is not dated with a bunch of news stories. So it's going to, I'm going to get that <laughs> completed this weekend now that I've gotten done with the dentist, done with the doctor, uh, done with my fit of rage uh, from Tuesday. Um, and, uh, and also since we have a fair amount of people listening right now, I issued an apology for last Tuesday's show to the guy I kind of took things out on, uh, and also our audience. So I apologize that it, that apology in its the full, um, glory is at the very beginning of the podcast. If you were, were not tuned in, go and listen to it. But anyway, Bobber, welcome back. Uh, how goes things with working on new music? Uh, it's going okay. Um, the, uh. I, my my vocal range isn't what it used to be when I was younger. I hear that, and brother. The song I'm recording, the song I'm recording is one that I wrote when I was younger. So um, I had a really hard time just with the low vocal. I have no idea how I'm going to do the harmony parts because they're you know higher than you know, the, the regular vocal part. Hey, Rain. So I'm trying to think of some, some technical tricks I can use to, to make that work. Well, Rain could always just give you a good twist down there, and then uh, <laughs> I could help. Uh, <laughs> you need a good twist <laughs> right down there. Oh, uh, yeah. Gentle. gentle. Um, nice, gentle. And of course, yes, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. Are you excited about the new game, Rain? Uh, yeah, let's go with that. We're we're gonna we're gonna okay, so here it is, everybody. <laughs> this is um Y'all y'all know how I feel about this game. It's it's a totally different twist on the game right now. You're gonna love it, or yeah, or is it not. Gonna be gentle. Uh, I don't know. I'm already worried about Bob. Yeah. Him. <laughs> it might not be gentle, but it might be edge. Because it's what the hell is that sound backwards? Uh. No, when you said that. Damn. Oh shit! I did the wrong one. Here it is.
There it is. What the hell is that sound backwards, everyone? <laughs> wow. That, so, that reminds me of that Monty Python skit where they spend the entire time explaining the rules and then they don't actually have time to play the game. Well, here we go. Simple rules. I have five audio clips that are all run backwards. They are clips that have been played on the show. Some of them played a lot. Some of them, and they're all uh, uh, said by famous um, political people that we're all very familiar with. So nothing obscure. I'm not like, you know, playing backwards, like, you know, you know, Jim trafficking, you know, <laughs> in prison or something like that. Um, you know, uh, so, so yes, they're all in this, this first round of the new version of the game, you have to guess two things. All right. You get one point for who it is. And you get an additional point if you can tell me what they're saying. You don't have to say it word for word. What are they talking about? All right. So this is the hardest game ever. It is. It and it's great. I love it. So, uh, but that's the thing. You can get you can get points just from identifying the backward who the person is. All right. I think the first one. Well, here, let me give an example of one. This one I thought was a little too obscure. So here's an, exa here's an example of, of what you're going to hear, all right? So uh, here is uh, this person backwards. What the fuck? Anybody know who that is? What the fuck? Nothing? Okay, here's the yeah. clip. Here, here's the clip Again. forward. Cut five, go. Ever. So, yeah, so that was Mark Levin saying. Not five, go. And it sounds like this backwards. What the fuck? All right. So, so there's. What the, the fuck? Yeah. So <laughs> he here, here's the an, same. Here, yeah. <laughs> he pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, here's another good example. Um, uh, uh, let me see. Yeah, here we go. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, cancel. Here we go. Uh, I'm up. What's up? Anybody? You know who I'm that up. is? What's up? Thanks, Obama. There you go. So <laughs> you're gonna have to give answers for the for the next one. Uh -oh. All right. So here we go. So all right. So I'll, I'll give you a little bit of time. This is the first one for real. Start. We're gonna start taking points now. Oh, Who is this? Starting now. Who is oh, this? Okay. And what Great. might what might they be saying? This is for real. Okay. I know. Who, I know who it is. I do too. All right. So uh, who knows who it is? I do. I do. Say it. Trump. Trump. Rain. I I said President G. You said oh. President G. G. The president of China. Oh. 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 G. G. I thought you said G. So. Uh. Okay. No. Okay. Rain. You did not get a point for that. Uh. Okay. So I'm gonna play it one more time. And um. Uh. All right, so what's Trump saying there? You got to guess? It's Trump. So I'll, I'll let you know. Trump, yeah, right? I'll let you know when, when you're right. So now you get a second chance to get a point, Rain, by figure, trying to guess maybe what he's saying here. I can't. <laughs> All right. Does anybody have a it's guess? No, Matrix is snow, but young. <laughs> Bob, Joe, do you have a guess? 
Mm, no. All right. Uh, here it is. Uh, Bob, do you have a guess? No, can't. I know words. I have the best words. There you go. So that's what that ah. is. <laughs> All right. Here's here's the second one. Uh, we'll go for the first point. Who can uh, identify this person? Oh, and Sean Spicer. You are correct. Oh shit, shit. Oh, <laughs> I totally sorry. ruined that. Did sorry. you guys know? I, it, it's, I I'm sorry. I, I right. would not have gotten that anyway. So. Oh, you would not have gotten Spicer from that? No. No. All right. <laughs> Is that for no. real, guys? Are you being sarcastic? Yeah. I, w- I was going to. I was going to. I was going to pick President G. But. Oh. <laughs> what could he possibly be talking about here? Sounds kind of excited, doesn't he? Sounds really excited and a little irritable. I know what it is. I know what it is. I, I, I'm going to let you guys go because I already have. Well, I'll, I'll give hints. I'll, I'm, I'm going to give hints. Uh, but uh, so, so my hint is, he sounds rather excitable and maybe a little <laughs> irritated. <laughs> Notice how he said one word separately from everything else at the at the very beginning there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, so that's Sean Spicer. What's he talking about, Rain? I'm going to go with the inauguration. Bob, do you have a thought on that? Um, oh, God. It's, it's kind of, it's right there at the, the tip of my tongue, and I can't, I can't spit it out. No. Oh. Sounds like a strange problem to have. <laughs> That's what she said. No. Um, <laughs> no. You. You. You're. Uh, you, are, are you going to guess at all, or just no, just nothing? You going to pass? I'm going to pass for right now. Yeah. All right, Joe. What's he talking about? Russian dress thing. Uh, okay. So the real answer is this was the largest audience to ever witness an inauguration. Period. There you go. So, period. <laughs> yeah, that's the word I was going for was the period, and then yeah. I would have been able to work back from there, but I couldn't. So, Rain, you got two. You got two points on that one. Bob, you got one. <laughs> Joe, you got nothing on that one. So Sean it's tied. Spicer, a tied Rain. Rain and Bob tied right now. All right, who no, I, is, I didn't get a point. Yeah, you're. T- I said you're tied right now. You got no. You yeah. guessed it was Spicer. No, I didn't. No, I did oh. not. Take the point. Just take no. it. Right. I'm not going to take a mercy point. All right. A mercy all right. point. Not, all right. Here's the deal. Spicer did. <laughs> all right. A so mercy point. Here we go. I'll take a mercy Let point. me play. The, no, no. I'll take a no mercy. No mercy. No mercy. <laughs> no mercy. And this person would have no mercy for you either when she said this. <laughs> Joe, who do you think that is? <laughs> oh, my God. Play that again. Oh, I, I, I think it's, I think it's the governor of Alaska. Uh, Bob, who do you think that is? Uh, no clue. You want to hear it again? Yeah. Sure. Yee-haw! Any guess? Nope. No, no guess. All right, uh, Rain. Yee-haw! I'm gonna go with Kellyanne Conway. 
All right. Uh, that actually is Sarah Palin. So, Joe, you get the point oh. for that. Um, what is she saying here? Suck it up, cupcake. Bob, what do you think uh, Sarah Palin's saying here? I, I think I think Joe's right. Yeah, I think Joe's uh, Rain, right on that one. Rain, what do you what do you think about that? Yeah, I'm going with it. All right, so all right, there it is. Uh, Suck it up, cupcake. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, here we'll we'll start with Rain on this next one. Uh, 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 Rain, who do you think this is? Scott Fidner saw. Scott Fidner saw. Got a guess on that one, Rain? Scott Fidner saw. Okay, can I can I can I call in for a lifeline? Oh, sure, sure. Uh, somebody want to call in? Uh, uh, we'll. Uh, um... I just need a just a lifeline. So, you well, know it's a woman. It is a woman. It is a woman. And um, all right, let me let me uh, let me let's let's pass it on. If nobody gets it right, I'll give a clue. All right. So, uh, Bobber, who is this? Scott Fidner. Um, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Joe, who do you think this is? Scott Fidner. I think it's Kellyanne. Come on, man. I need a lifeline. Uh, Joe's right. It Colin is Kellyanne. <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 Joe got it right, so I got to give it. I, I'm making up the rules as I go, but it is Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, now, what what is uh, what is she saying here? Scott Fidner's law. Um, Rain, do you have an idea? Scott Fidner's law. I don't know, man. It sounds like she threw up. <laughs> kind of does. So, uh, <laughs> all right, come on, people. Scott for a lifeline. Help out. Look in the chat. Look in the chat. People are yeah, putting things in the, in the chat. chat. Look in the chat. I think they're right. You can cheat from the chat. I don't care. Scott in our soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You look. I know the... what it is. All right, Joe. What do you think it is? I'm out. I'm out. I uh, I I agree. I mean, now Moonmare put it out there, but I I, <laughs> I guessed this anyway. The alternative facts quote. Bob, what do you think it is? Yeah, it sounds like the 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 scaff sounds like facts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with alternative facts too. Rain. I'm uh, fine. I'll go with them. All right, so I guess I got to work on how we score this. But yeah, alternative yes. facts. There you alternative go. facts. Okay, uh, so <laughs> uh, this one, this one, uh, I will give a hint. This is from a politician who is no longer alive, but is was very, very famous. Oh, said my dress, Fosha Bergerson. Oh, I Bobber. got that. Uh, okay, no, I'll, I'll go with LBJ. Okay, Rain, who do you think it is? Reagan. Joe, who do you think it is? Let me hear it again. Uh, here you go. Oh, said my dress. Fosha Burgerson. Fosha Burgerson? I, 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 I think I know what the quote is, too. Uh, Joe, do you have a guess? 
I think it's Ronald Reagan. All right. Uh, Bobber, what what do you think the quote is? Oh, seven white grass. Foster Burgerson. I think it's it's LBJ talking about uh, you know, with the, the pants where they have to go back, you know, from his oh. or whatever. <laughs> like I'm riding a wire fence. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might want to listen to the amb- ambiance, the the background sound of the clip, though, uh, Bob. Oh, seven white grass, Foster Burgerson. That was on a phone call. Remember? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, uh, all right. So I'll, I'll say this, uh, uh, rain and Joe, you're right. It is Ronald Reagan. So right. now what is the clip? What, it, what, it, what is this clip rain? Since you, since you, uh, um, fat figured it out first. What's he saying? I don't know. Again, you got a like guess. I mean, come on. I'm like, I'm going to pick a famous I'm going to pick a pretty famous clip from Reagan. I'm not going to pick him talking about social security or Medicare, you know. I'm still calling in for come on. Somebody call in. Nobody's calling. Help in. me out. How about how about Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall? <gasps> oh, Joe, okay, what do you think I'm it go is? With that. Joe? Do you agree or disagree? Oh, I agree. With yeah. Sounds like you said Bob is my guy. He's yep, my guy yep. that I'm calling in for. Yeah. Sounded the like you said that, the middle of that clip had some emotion in it. Sounded like he said flush this burger sin at the end of it. Really. Oh, flush the burgers in. Flush the burgers in. Flush so, the burgers in. Oh yeah, flush the burgers in. That's what Trump does. He just has a toilet handle to flush the burgers down That's his throat. Right. So there you go. There you go. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. There you go. So now, so this game, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try. You know, I'll try and do better with this on how we do this and everything. But I I think that um, we, uh, you know, I'm gonna pick a very famous thing that somebody said. I'm not gonna go obscure. So, but that was not bad. So tallying up the points right now, uh, and that we'll have a cumulative score for the next version of the game after the break but for right now rain you have two three four five six points bob you have one two three four five points joe you have one three five six seven joe you are leading currently with uh seven points next round is worth double so and it could be anybody's game Uh oh yeah. I need people to call in. God damn it. So, well, you know what? You need pay attention to the chat. The, the chat room, there a lot of people had some some great stuff. So, so yeah. Moonmare, so. Moonmare nailed the <laughs> Kellyanne one right yeah. off. Uh also just for fun, I have some bonus uh stuff for you right now. Um actually, Joe, since you won that round, uh would you want what's behind door A, B or C today? 1, 2 or 3. Um, is there is there a Z? Um, <laughs> no, but uh, we'll, no. we'll give you a then prize. I'll take, I'll take I'll take I'll take B. B. Okay, here you go. This is my witchy woman, Christine O'Donnell, 
with, with oh. Ed- Edie McClurg was on the show when they played this on the Stephanie Miller show on 9-20-2010. All right. Meanwhile, of course, the uh, the uh, funniest, well, of all the Christine O'Donnell quotes is that the, she dabbled she dabbled into? Dabbled into. Witchcraft, which makes her, of course, a witchy woman. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? <laughs> what makes you think she's a witch? Let me show this clip. This is from Politically Incorrect. Because I dabbled into witchcraft. Every form of witchcraft. I hung around people who, who were doing these things. Fun. I'm not making this stuff up. We are found a witch. One of my first dates with the witch was on a satanic altar. Take the pledge with me. I write your unholy name thrice in blood. (laughs) She's tampering in dark sided stuff. (laughs) Don't ever underestimate the power of Satan. Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yeah, like, yeah, we went to a movie and then like had a little midnight picnic. Let's have a movie and a sacrifice. I'll get you, my pretty lady. Thank you, Ken and Cleveland, for that. Uh, Oh, by the way, because uh, we've been talking about Bewitched a lot now because of uh, Christine O'Donnell, uh, John writes, Steph, Bewitched was the first show in TV history to have a dick transplant. Oh, that is true, actually. <laughs> <So> <laughs> dick Sargent and what was the other, uh, Joe, you'll know this, Dick Sargent and Dick... Um, Gregory. Gregory. Dick, uh, oh, no. <laughs> Butkus. Uh, anyway. Dick Butkus. So, uh, dick Sargent. But, and, so there you uh, go. What... What did you think of your your prize there, Joe? Uh, that was a, an, un, a, an unearthed. It was Dick York. Dick York. I, that, Dick Sergeant. Dick York. Like, there you go. Dick Dick York. Yeah. Um. That that was. I'd want that for my answering machine if I had one. Oh, there but you I, go. I don't. There you go. So, uh, and one day I'll unearth the Christine O'Donnell. I'm not a Hobbit. Uh, thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> so but yeah, so there you go. That was your the you that was your first you know, and hey, again, next round anybody could pick this up. So uh and it's gonna change it up because we're gonna play it in forward style, but it's a much different challenge. It'll be multiple choice uh for the next one. Um and it's it's truly anybody's game. Uh but yeah, so uh Bobber, do you have a one of your cuts you'd like to hear on the break uh, tonight? I know I always put you on the spot. So uh um, what have we heard in a while? Mm, how about um, one night kiss? Go for a deep cut. One night kiss. <laughs> uh, oh wait, I can't. I don't seem to have that. Hold on, let me see. That one's that one's kind of a, a bad recording. I, I, I oh, okay. said no. Uh, we could uh, don't run it in the ground. Sure, let's do that. All right, here we go. Uh, We'll be right back with uh, more of What the Hell Is That Sound? Uh, The Mix-Em-Up Edition. Changing around the rules, making shit up as we go. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com.
is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. And, of course, uh, Brokehammer says, this is like the wait, wait, Paul is dead edition of Turn Up the Night. <laughs> and you know what? You, and you know what? Uh, <laughs> listeners, uh, What you you know, if, if people downloaded this and listened to the and reverse the entire show and listened to it backwards, they would know all the answers to the game, the first game. They wouldn't understand the question. Maybe. Maybe they could guess the question. Then it would be like Jeopardy. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. better. Yeah, see? Guess. See. Put, your, Get, put your answer in the form of a question. Guess what the entire show is about, other than what you, you just <laughs> heard. <backwards>. So, <laughs> Wearing so, heels. So yeah, so uh, here we go, and uh, uh, this is this is uh, I think too too much fun, and uh, I, I'm really enjoying this. So this is uh, this is uh, the the round two, uh, double points awarded on on this. Uh, so you will get four points for every correct answer. Okay, this is more traditional. Uh, what the hell is that sound? So let us go with the jingle. You know. Get ready to play What the Hell Is That Sound on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. What the hell? And now it's time to play What the Hell Is That Sound? the hell is that shit okay it's more traditional but with a twist no teams involved here everybody it's it's one person for themselves in this game going forward because what i'm going to play you are four edited pieces of music from these the the special or the sound effects cds that i bought that i was telling you guys about earlier um, I have, uh, and what basically I'm going to play you about 15 to 20 seconds of each piece of music. And then I'm going to ask you, I'm going to give you multiple choice, A, B, C, or D. What is this piece of music titled on the CD? Obviously only one answer is correct and I'm not fooling anybody, but I want to know what, okay. So, so here's the first one. All right. All right, is that A, Robot Uprising, 
B, Android Anarchy, C, Creatures Fighting, or D, the theme for the Gorilla Channel? <laughs> well, first of all, I, I wouldn't consider that a piece of music. Well, they did. But. Sort of. <laughs> almost. <laughs> but yes. But yeah. So, so I'm Bobber. Go with, uh, I'm going to go, go with A. Uh, robot <laughs> Uprising is what you're going for. Yep. All right. Uh, uh, Rain, do you think it's Robot Uprising, Android Anarchy, Creatures Fighting, or the theme for the Gorilla Channel? I'm going to go with D. <laughs> it's it's never D. <laughs> <laughs> I already know that. I already yeah. know that, so just let me go with that. Okay, uh, Joe, Robot Uprising, Android Anarchy, Creatures Fighting, or the theme for the Gorilla Channel? I'm going with B, Android Uprising. All right, so and Android Anarchy, actually. Um, uh, anarchy, B. yeah. So, okay. Uh, AMB hybrid. <laughs> all right, no points awarded. That was uh, Creatures Fighting. <laughs> do, you so. all, do you all see what just happened? No points awarded. Yes. Boom, I won. So see, I, I would have guessed that. No, if you played that, I would have known what it was. But see, you're, you're, think you're about probably that. Right. Maybe I should play here. I'll play. I'll play. So Rain, your 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 method of winning sounds a lot like Trump's method of winning. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. true. You I'll just play it. Well, I, I got one more. I got a couple more backwards clips. I'll throw out here for you as as we do this. I got this one. Oh, that's so easy. Yeah, what is it? Jones. That is so easy. That's Alex Jones. Doing what? Saying what? This is some about fishing things. I got humanoids crossed with fish yeah. and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll give you a bonus point for that, Joe. No, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, I'm, I'm not I won't, get a bonus point. I won't give my bonus point. I'm kidding. Uh, all right, here's the next one. Here, here's my bonus point. Here's here's the next. Nobody uh, got nobody got a point. Here's the next one. Here's the next one. Uh, here you go. Is that A, Ghosts in Space, B, Theremin Terror, C, The Lurking Beast, or D, Ben Carson's Nightmare of an, of an Ikea dining room set? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, would you care to pick first? Uh, that, that's uh, A. 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 Uh, ghosts in space ghosts is what you're going space. for, yeah. right? Uh, right, right. Uh, uh, Bobber, do you think it's uh, ghosts in space, theremin terror, the lurking beast, or Ben Carson's nightmare vision of an IKEA dining room set? Well, I think theremin terror is a little too literal. Mm -hmm. um, I, but of course, I, I don't know how they're they're naming things on there. Um, I'll go with C, the lurking beast. All right. Rain, uh, do you think that is a ghost in space, theremin terror, the lurking beast, or Ben Carson's nightmare vision of an Ikea dining room I'm going to go with A. I'm going to go with A. All right. All right. So you're going with ghosts in space as well. All right. Um, here's the next one. Is this... Uh, oh, oh, no, wait. Uh, did I did I tell you what the... 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I did. I, uh, yeah, so Ray and Joe, you're right. That is Ghosts in Space. So four points awarded to both of you. Um, so, sorry, Bobber. Uh, Theremin Terror is the name of my next band, though. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Which I've said, uh, you know, I would pay top dollar to anybody who, who could go through my SoundCloud archive and find me saying, that's the name of my next band. <laughs> Whatever that is, that's the name of my next band, and you're going to be on harmonica. Uh, you know, somehow I've turned into Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey. <laughs> that's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, so here we go. This is the, uh, the next one. Right. Uh, we'll start with you this time, Rain. Uh, is that A, Triumph of the Human Spirit, B, March Nationalistic, C, Fanfare for Freedom, or D, What Trump Hears When when Uber Eats Arrives with the KFC, McDonald's, and Arby's Smorgasbord? That was Triumph of the Human Spirit, March Nationalistic, Fanfare for freedom, or what Trump hears when Uber Eats arrives with the KFC, McDonald's, and Arby's smorgasbord. I'm gonna go with C. I'm gonna uh, go with A, but going with C. No, Fanfare a. for freedom. I'm going with a. Triumph of the human spirit. Yes. All right, um, uh, Joe. What do you think that was? Triumph of the human spirit, March nationalistic, mm -hmm. fanfare for freedom, mm -hmm. or what Trump hears when Uber Eats arrives with the KFC, McDonald's, and Arby's smorgasbord? Uh, uh, let's go at fanfare for freedom. Okay, Bobber forty. Yes. <laughs> uh, Bobber, Triumph of the Human Spirit, March Nationalistic, Fanfare for Freedom, or What Trump Hears When Uber Eats Arrives with KFC, McDonald's, and Arby's Smorgasbord. I'll go with Fanfare for Freedom. All right. No points awarded. It's called March Nationalistic, which sounded really creepy to me. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, so maybe that is what Trump hears when <laughs> the Uber Eats arrives. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, here is um, part four, clip four. Is uh, uh, and we'll start with uh, Bobber this time. Bobber is that a music of the caverns, b graveyard planet, c unholy depths, or d the musical personification of Jeff Sessions' job security. <laughs> I'm gonna go with graveyard planet because it 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 seems like I've heard that in some cheesy '80s horror movie. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, Joe, is that A, Music of the Caverns, B, Graveyard Planet, C, Unholy Depths, or D, the musical personification of Jeff Sessions' Job Security? I'm going to go with Unholy Depths. Okay. All right. And Rain, 
Is that A, Music of the Caverns, B, Graveyard Planet, C, Unholy Depths, or D, the musical personification of Jeff Sessions' job security? I think it was C. You're going to go with C, Unholy Depths? Yeah. Yeah. No points awarded. It is <laughs> music, of, it. music of the I caverns. I'm not going to get laid tonight. Music of the caverns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, here is the last clip uh, for I, this round. I kind of loved that one of Joe's dogs barked around the same time that mine did. It's kind of cool. Yeah, did, yeah they're on the same uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're also very disappointed. Th- their bark synchronized. My pet yeah, bullfrog was here too. <laughs> <laughs> and my and my horse <laughs> and my pet mosquito. Wait, I guess? Sorry. horse <laughs> could have been sassy. Could have been sassy, sassy. What has he done to you? All right. So, uh, <laughs> okay. Here's the last one in, in this round. Uh, This round could decide it all right now. Is that A, Tropical Paradise Music, B, Inner inner Reflection Suite, C, Better Days, or D, Melania's Vision of Returning to Her Maiden Name? <laughs> Joe, <laughs> you me, pick first. like annoying ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> so... Sounds what? like something from an Asian porn movie. So, so anyway, uh, once again, Joe, <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe. Uh, well, that is not an option. That's not an option here. Uh, but Joe, uh, is it a tropical paradise music? Uh, B inner reflection suite. C better days. Or D Melania's vision of returning to her maiden name. I gotta go with the tropical paradise because it does sound like an Asian porn. <laughs> so, All right. Bobber, what do you uh, Bobber, what do you think? Is it uh, uh, tropical paradise suite uh, uh, music, uh, tropical paradise music, inner refl- inner reflection suite, better days, or Melania's vision of returning to her maiden name? I'm going with inner reflections suite. Okay, uh, Rain. Uh, do you think it's tropical paradise music, inner reflection suite, better days, or Melania's oh, vision of returning days. to her maiden? You, you're going better days. Better days. All right. Yeah, all all three of us. We picked three different ones. Let's you did. bring it down. You did. All right. Let me tally up the vote. <laughs> okay. Now that that's an annoying ringtone. <laughs> it really is. It really is. So. Uh, even worse ringtone. One slight help is that sound. Oh, I forgot I recorded that last <laughs> night too. I recorded what the hell is that sound backwards? One slight help is that sound. I didn't do a very good job. <laughs> oh, you did, you you did the, the, the Twin Peaks thing on it, huh? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, I am. I am so sorry, Bobber. You have come in third place uh, tonight uh, with five five points. Uh, you did not score on any of uh, any of those. 
So, <sighs> so that that's the story of, of my my teenage years. Never scoring. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Same here, brother. <laughs> You're not yeah. alone. Well, that's all three of us, Bob. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it, it's uh, a hat trick. It's a hat trick. <laughs> Until I was eighteen, Only, it's a hat trick where you don't score. <laughs> Until I was eighteen, and I liked it, loved it, liked it. <laughs> um, and uh, Rain, I'm so sorry you came in second, but you had 10 points 10 points not bad and of course coming in second and joe hello you won with 15 points tonight 15 points wow yeah yeah he got the he got the last one uh yes you did get uh tropical uh paradise music was the name of it so um so there you go and you you also got um I forget what the other one you got was. Um, I don't even know. Ghosts in space. Yeah, ghost. <laughs> ghosts in space. So oh, yeah, geez. yeah. You got ghosts two of them. in space. <laughs> Where were you when I was taking my SATs? Space yeah, ghosts. Ken. Yeah, I don't know. I well, wish you were on the SATs. I would have been way better. I would have been in Harvard. So Joe, you get uh, behind what's e- uh, behind what's ever behind uh, door number one or door number two or three, three because you already picked door number two. What would you like from uh, uh, door number one, door number three? No, wait a minute. I picked B. You said A, B, C. Now it's one, two, three, and I'm all well, confused. Whatever. Uh, a, B, C, one. You know, <laughs> a, a or C. Door. I'll take three C. Okay, so you're going to take 3C. Here it is. This is uh, my bit from uh, way back when. This is my National or- Organization of Marriage um, bit where the, the outtakes, uh, their bloopers came out, and it's called Rainbow Collusion. And this was played on the Stephanie Miller show, I think, in 2009. However, have you heard about the, what is it, Chris, a rainbow coalition of uh, gay bashers? Or whatever. Whatever they're calling themselves. The National uh, Organization of Marriage. Yes. They're, oh. they're spending all their time and money making these little ads to try to, because they're getting a, like a little spastic about the whole uh, gay marriage thing. Uh, spreading. Ah! across the country mm-hmm. that wildfire of civil rights spreading right <laughs> yes the wildfire of people getting equal rights it appears to be creeping uh anyway but they had a bunch of actors uh audition for this ad and it's uh nothing we have the uh outtakes uh, from the what is this the uh pro family so the hilarious. national Anti- organization of marriage so these were the people that did not make the cut for the uh for the fear-mongering ad here we go the storm is coming. A storm. The storm is coming. The storm is coming, but we have hope. The storm is coming, but we have hope. I am a Californian doc- California doctor. <laughs> I am a Massachusetts parent, helplessly watching public schools teach my son that gay marriage is okay. Coming together in love to protect marriage. There is a storm gathering. There's a storm gathering. The clouds are dark and the winds are strong. I am afraid. And I am afraid. And and I'm afraid. Okay. You're not afraid enough! Some who advocate for same-sex marriage have taken the issue far beyond same-sex couples. A California doctor... Cut! You sound gay! I am afraid. A rainbow of coalition of people. A rainbow coalition of people. A rainbow collision. A rainbow collision of people of every creed. Creed. 
Gay marriage has made me into a terrible actor. There are so many words I can drag out of my vocabulary to say how awful that was. <laughs> the rainbow collision. Yeah, apparently that's the main bad side of actual gay marriage. Is it, it is making bad actors even worse well, all across I, the country. That does give me pause. I will say because there's so much bad acting already. Already. I don't know if we can afford much Listen, more. Listen, as famous actors that audition all the time, mm-hmm. you know. Woo. We, we've got an intercut of that uh, commercial with uh, It's Raining Men mm-hmm. on our Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> the national anthem of gaydom. Okay, you know. <sighs> the one girl had it right. It is a rainbow collision of bigots that are trying, oh. <laughs> trying to. Can we start <laughs> regulating who gets video cameras? Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Because, I mean, I don't, I'm for free speech and all that, but can we stop stupid speech? Yeah. Just stupid speech. That's all I'm trying to stop, Francis. Mm-hmm. I'm a girl, that's all. Yeah. And if you hadn't guessed, that was Frangela on the show that when that <laughs> So, <laughs> in case you didn't recognize their amazing voices. Um, uh, so, anyway, bonus uh, backwards uh, one right now for you. No, listen, Mr. Dean, you're bro. Anybody? You know who that is no, on the phone? Yeah, well, you don't have to guess. I'll just play it for you. Barbarians need to be disciplined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of tied in with that. Uh, and I, I've got one one final bonus uh, uh, backwards track here. That's uh, United Nations. There you Trump. go. <laughs> Oh my god! That was you did, you did. So we'll we'll bump you up to eleven points, Rain. Bonus point. Oh yay! So <laughs> still in second yay. place. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, that was fun. Uh, you know, and, and again, I know technically, Bobber, not all of those were actually music things, but you know, they were done with keyboards and synthesizers and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, oh. it wasn't actual like foley or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it was fun though. And I still love the new game show theme, too. Not Jeopardy. Definitely not Jeopardy. I should have played that, like, every time while I was waiting for an answer for you guys. But it's 15 seconds. We would have gone way over. So, speaking about going way over, sorry, no time for Mad Libs tonight. But, hey, everybody stuck around, so that was nice. That was very nice of you. Again, if you're just tuning in now, uh, I was an asshole on Tuesday's show. I issued an apology at the beginning of the program. Please go listen to it on the podcast if you didn't hear it. Um, and uh, I promise I'll try not to be a dickhead anymore. So, <laughs> uh, But anyway, parting shots right now. Uh, uh, Joe, would you like to go first? The clown car well, is, uh, uh, I see here, clown train. It, 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 what's bigger than a train? A cra- clown cruise ship. <laughs> a clown armada. Yeah. Oh, or An Trump's folly. Trump, of clowns. Trump's folly. <laughs> Trump's folly. Oh, you like that, huh? Yeah, oh, I did. I did. Trump's folly. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, um, yeah, well, this week, uh, our clown car uh, visits the great battles of history. The great battles of history. Okay. And what Donnie would have done had he been there. Oh, Oh, oh yeah. So what you're saying is, uh, uh, maybe yeah. Fat Donnie might have a, a little little bit of time machine action going on for him. He did. So. We sent him a questionnaire. We we gave him the great battles of history. We had to tell them what they were because he didn't know them. Uh, we had to explain to him that the Gettysburg Address was not where Stormy Daniels lives. But well, that's there were okay. the the Cola Wars. He probably knows about the Cola Wars, right? You know. Y- yeah. So. 
Yeah. yeah. And the, uh, and the, uh, the Hampton Roads, the battle of Hampton Roads. Bur- burger, Never mind. We won't burger get into that. Wars, burger Wars. But yeah, you got them time the, machine. Time yeah. Right. There you go. And we asked him to answer the question what he would do at those battles. So oh. you will hear that in the clown car. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, I, I could imagine. I, you know, I, I can't even imagine how heroic he would have been because, my goodness. He's but just... I could. That's why I wrote this. Oh, oh my. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm just envisioning, you know, sharts through history. My <laughs> yes. goodness. Yeah. I should rename it now. It's yeah. the biggest, uh, sharts through history. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. And, and, you know, then let me know if you need uh, some audio uh, to help you out with that. So uh, Yeah, you might you might t- uh, share some audio with Tim. Tim, I'll, has, I'll sh- Trin, sh- Tim already sh- has the copy, so he's, yeah. he's ready to go. I'll, I'll shart yeah. that over to Tim. Uh, I'll sh- I'll shart it shart it with him. Share it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Share it. Share it. Squirt it on over. Share it. <laughs> Squirt that one over there. Send it in a hot jet right his way. So there you go. Uh, you got that, Tim? Tim's what? Tim's listening. He's he's got it. He has the copy. He's got the sound effects. Put those drops in there, Tim. There you go. But uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the show. But any anything else, uh, Joe? No, I just said two and a half million people are without power on the East Coast, and if they had my Israeli uh, uh, generator, they'd be occupied. See, there you go. They would occupy they'd be their an occupied time. territory. Let me tell you. Oh, my oh yeah. <laughs> all right. Brilliant. That was brilliant, Joe. That yeah. was. That was. That was very good. So, uh, all right, uh, and again, settlement down, kids. Uh, but uh, rain. <laughs> What, what do you got on the way out of the program? Rain? Oh, me? Oh, yeah. me. Oh, yeah, you, oh uh, No, the other rain. Yeah, I didn't hear you say rain. I didn't hear that part. <laughs> it's all right. So here it Skype. is. <laughs> here it is. We're going to have um, Resistor Sisters coming up in a few minutes. And what I would really love is if you came on and found us on Twitter, Resistor yes. Sisters. Sisters Radio, and tell us, um, tell us what you want to talk about, what you want us to talk about on uh, on next week's show. Yeah, yeah, at Radio Resistor, right? Yes, yes. Come on, find us on Twitter. Do it, and, and, and yeah, really, it, tell us what you want us to talk about. And I'll tell you what, only six episodes in, and it's been great so far. I'm really excited about this. I mean. Uh, it, technically the first episode was a practice episode, but it still yes, went out. It, it still went out and you know, there's some flavor, there's some flavor there and I'm digging it. And, uh, so. yeah, I, I want to hear what people want us to talk about because I got to tell you something. I, I want to go full on sister talk. And so I'd like for people to give us input. That's my, that's my outgoing shot. Find Excellent. us on Twitter. Tell us what you want to talk about. Um, we're going to, you know, on, on Sunday, we're going to kind of come up with some more, you know, some more. We're going to we're going to talk about it, but we need input. Give us. Yes. Input. Yeah. As do all the programs on Indie Media Weekly. So if you listen and you want to hear us talk about something, let us know. Apparently, our my cat, the doctor, wants to hear more about gushy food. <laughs> Because he's behind, he's behind me right now, going, 
Oh! 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 Poor buddy. Poor buddy. All right, Bobber, you get the last word on the program tonight. I'm just curious. Gushy food is that a uh, is that a brand? Uh, no, actually, I picked that up. I think from Meow Goodness or uh, in the chat. Gushy, gushy food is just a canned food, can in a tin. Right, right. As they'd say in English, it's in a tin. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Or that new oh. expensive aluminum. <laughs> Aluminium. Right. Yeah, we're going to go back to having stuff in tin cans again. Yeah, neat. Mm. Maybe lead cans. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, right, what do you got? Yeah, that, that, that whole aluminum thing is kind of, uh, you know, it's sort of bad for the beer industry because they, they just have recently switched from a lot of breweries have switched from going from bottles to cans because, you know, the, the new canning technology is so much better and yes. it protects the beer. It's lighter, cheaper to transport. And so, yeah, they, they all, everyone retooled for, for, for cans and now Trump, you know, dumps this on the beer industry. Well, um, apparently he doesn't drink, so he doesn't give a fuck. Well, he drinks Diet Cokes, doesn't he? Oh well, he's a billionaire, so he doesn't give a fuck. Right. Well, that's, that's really what it comes. And he down has a to. button that makes it come into him. <laughs> so. But um, but anyway, so you know, I I skipped the show on Tuesday, and so I didn't hear Meltdown. But I was I was playing music, and I gotta say, um, I for everybody, I, I recommend. You know, it, it's it's easy to get caught up in. And what's going on, especially when yeah. it seems like it's a, it's a week every day, a week's mm-hmm. worth of shit just flowing out of out of the the Trump administration on a daily basis. But sometimes you just gotta step back and and you know do what makes you happy. This is true, and that's what this last hour has been about: playing these goofy games. And and I had a lot of fun with it. And I'm glad you guys uh, indulged me. But yeah, I uh, again. I'm really sorry for blowing up on on Tuesday, uh, but you know Stop a lot, lot a, a lot Please. of factors. No, no, it's all right. A lot of factors went into it, you know. Again, but that's no excuse. This is a good show. We're good people. We only take shit out on the people that we truly despise, and those are the Trump cultists and uh, other freaks like that. But anyway, second Amosexuals, indeed. I, just, I don't want to see you beating yourself up over. No, I'm not. I'm I not. Really I don't. just want to. No, I'm not. I'm not beating myself up. I just want to reiterate and impress it because I'm comfortable with the idea of apologizing. It's okay. So that's uh, why you're my brother. Yeah, and that's why you're my sister. So anyway, <laughs> uh, tomorrow night, uh, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Best of Nerd Talk. Gonna be great. John Fugel saying a bunch of uh, anime interviews. Also, we did our fantasy film ball recasting of the X-Men for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Don't want to miss that. I'll be uh, subbing once again for Janet until she returns on Southern uh, Southern Progressive Revival on Sunday. And, uh, and then, of course, listen to Paul's Memory Bank at 8 p.m. on Monday. And then uh, tune in to Turn Up the Night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern next Tuesday, followed by the uh, evening edition of the Tim Carmel show and find out what's going on with 
Joe's clown uh, Death Star. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so it might have to be a clown Death Star at some point. Uh, Hopefully, it ends up like the Death Star. Yeah, that big reflector <laughs> dish could just be a big clown nose, in you know, instead. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> but anyway, we're gonna wrap things up right now. Enjoy Resistor Sisters, and again, follow uh, at Radio Resistor on Twitter. And give some input on what you would like to hear from, uh, again, uh, destroying the patriarchy one podcast at a time, politics from a women's perspective. And, uh, yeah, do it. But uh, other than that, have a lovely evening. Enjoy your weekend. And, of course, I'll be spinning some tunes after Resistor Sisters on the later edition of The Night Show. Get your requests in, kids. Bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. No, seven, that's no one.